Hey gang, Mike here with a quick production note before we get into part two of the 2022 PDs. That's right, this is the second part of our Games of the Year episode. Long story short, it's a massive episode. We had to split it in two parts. So if you haven't listened to part one yet, go back on this very podcast feed and listen to episode 123.1. But if you're in the right place and you listened to part one already, enjoy the second half of the 2022 PDs. Welcome back to the 2022 PDs. You may notice if you're watching the video version, different clothes and Austin looks a little bit different. Welcome to the episode, Matthew Wright. Hello. How's it going? It's going good. Happy New Year. I haven't seen you in a long time. It's been a bit. It's been a bit. Um, it's been a bit. It's been a bit. Oh, damn. So next up, we got the second half of our categories, which are genre specific. We are kicking things off with action. The PDs for action. And I'm going to keep saying action until I scroll action. down to the nominees. There we go. Action. I'm an actor. <laughs> Real quick. Did you see the Reinfeld uh, trailer drop today? Just wait. I literally don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's Nicolas Cage as Dracula. And you sounded like uh, Dracula. That's why I? I brought that uh, up. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> no. It's just my uh, my cheesy voice. Category, uh, the nominees for best action game, Neon White, Tunic, TMNT, Shredder's Revenge, and Nobody Saves the World. Who would like to begin? Boy, oh boy. If this is not just the, hey, Kyle, pick between what is your game of the year runners, like nominees uh, in indie games. Um, <laughs> this is good. a stacked category yeah, for sure. Good. And I'm trying not to, uh, you know, let recency bias take over. Do it. But Neon White is just I mean, incredible. I realized it came out earlier on Switch, but I just played it now on PlayStation. My God, <laughs> it's incredible. So I'm about 60% of the way done with that game. I think it's fine. Okay. Really? Okay. Yeah, like I think the the story's totally silly. So I almost ignore oh, it. But I yeah. yeah. I got it, to the point where I do the auto scroll. Like I don't I almost want to, but like every once in a while there's a, a joke that I'm like, huh, okay. That sure. was worth the forty five seconds. Um, but I love the the fluidity of the movement and like once you get things going, it's going. Um but I don't know. I, I feel like I've seen games like this before, or maybe I'm just like blase about it because everyone hyped it up so much because I only mm. played it maybe three weeks ago. Okay. And I'm like, I enjoy it. And it definitely is top four and definitely deserve the categories. But if you ask me to think about this game in a year, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, Neon White. I almost forgot about that. Um, but that's just me. As somebody who played it at launch, it totally like, like I thought it was going to be good. I thought it was going to, be, going to be a good video game. Then I, I, I threw away my first card. and I was like, fuck, this game rules. <laughs> I heard that sound. Like, granted, this has nothing to do with the music. But, like, just the, the fluidity and the motion of that game and nailing uh, 
timing in that game is so mm-hmm. satisfying and then yeah. discovering the uh the shortcuts is the, really satisfying that's, that's my favorite part is like you do the, the level routes. and then you find out a way or if you do well enough you get the hint to be like hey yeah you go this way mm-hmm. you can shave like five seconds off your time right. and that's the part that i love is going back and trying to one-up everything mm-hmm. um in addition to i don't know uh, if you guys have like um been collecting the gifts as you go and mm-hmm. unlock like the the persona like the levels yeah 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 relationship thing but those bonus levels are killer they're like challenge rooms they're awesome they're like challenge rooms and each one is each neon has a different theme so like yellow you don't you can't use the card's abilities you just gotta navigate through without using so sick um and then violets is just like super chaotic and dangerous and there's no floor. Everything's an obstacle. Uh, it's it's really well thought out. And not to mention, I I don't know if this is really tied to the action aspect of this game, but um, just like seeing like beating a level, feeling really satisfied with yourself, especially if you nail it on the first try or second try or whatever, getting mm-hmm. that platinum seal. And then you see like Kyle Stevenson, two seconds better than you. Oh, like, yeah. Motherfucker. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Mm hmm. That's kind of like <laughs> that was like last year with like me and Matt playing Disc Room, mm, Disc Room, and then um, Bloodroots and Bloodroots. Yeah, it's like oh, it has that such yeah. like su- such just like satisfying hook to it, especially mm-hmm. when you do beat your friend's score. And it's just just mm-hmm. this passive multiplayer game. And granted, like I does that have to do with the action of the game? Who knows? But well, I mean, you know. with all the stuff we say, it all leads up to the action. Sure, yes, parts of it. So yeah, yeah, I think that's fair to bring other stuff. Because it ends up being a, a complete package. You're not just like, I'm ignoring everything else and only talking about specific action things. Action. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know we talked a lot about Tunic's, um, like, the the manual mechanic. Uh, I do want to talk, the combat rules in that game. Like, I remember when I first got my hands on it at PAX East 2018, 19, whatever. I was expecting a Zelda-like. I was not expecting this game to play, like, a Bloodborne Dark Souls mm-hmm. game. Especially mm-hmm. like that that first uh, golem boss that you fight. I think that's the first boss in the game, also. But the, mm-hmm. the boss in the demo was like that golem with the the three little gems on his face. Uh, kind of looks like one of the Reggies from uh, Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my god! Right? <laughs> <laughs> Alternate universe. Um, oh man, a guy can dream. But yeah, just like dodging swiping like really timing how many strikes you could get in like all that stuff like the, the real like from soft combat system just on a smaller scale feels really damn good especially when you do die 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 over and over again and then you finally defeat the boss defeat an enemy get through a room it is that from soft satisfaction mm-hmm. um and i do think like the combat does genuinely feel like really tight and it, it, yeah it's Every enemy f- and every boss and even every boss arena feels purposeful, mm-hmm. which is hard to do because you could just throw a shit ton of enemies at the player at once and just ruin the experience. And Tunic does a very good job with uh, enemy pacing, I'll call it. Enemy pacing. Coin that. Yeah. Yeah, Gamesindustry.biz. It's so good. <laughs> uh, and, oh, no, 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 go ahead, Ari. Go ahead. No, no. no. Uh, I mean, like, I was just going to say, like, we've already <laughs> spoke about, like, just how incredible Nobody Saves the World is yeah, from yes. top to bottom. 
Yeah, um, we sort of talked about how satisfying aesthetically that is. pleasing. Yeah, but like every character has its own abilities, and the fact that you can customize any nobody in the game to do any ability that you want that you really really so love, good. and then have like really cool combos. So like a a dungeon might need a you know poison build, but like you are love doing damage as the uh, whatever the bodybuilder one is, yeah. just like pure strength, and then just Literally have that combo. Power. Yeah, so like the flexibility and custom customization to actually make the game feel the way you want it to feel is incredible. Mister Fixer, what do you think? You've been quiet. Yeah, I have been quiet, uh, particularly because I haven't played uh, most of these. All right, touche. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I did play uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with uh, Jake, um, and that game, fantastic, but it's also, it it feels just like a beat-em-up. I don't think it really pushed the door or envelope too far in that respect. The music is fucking amazing, and the art style is fantastic. Um, But I agree with everything everyone's saying. I just didn't have anything to add to it because I personally haven't uh, played most of them. Uh, I will say, though, for Neon White, uh, even though I haven't played it yet, I, did any of you play a Quake Three Arena back in the day? Oh yeah, yeah. I did not. No. The Same first time I saw Neon White, I was like, "Oh, this is like a challenge mode yeah. for a Quake Three Arena." It very much feels like yeah, Quake or um, Unreal Tournament or something like that. The mm-hmm. way like the motion and mobility works, it's really mm-hmm. cool. Except it's it's like going from point A to point B, except right. for uh, as opposed to being in an, an uh, arena. Um. We sung TMNT's praises uh, before the ad breaks, aka the other mm-hmm. day. Um, but to Matt's point, like as fantastic as that game is, it is just it's beat it's a beat 'em up. I still stand by that, like it's the best beat 'em up ever made. But it is just a beat 'em up. It's some of the most co-op fun I've had in a very right. long time. Yeah, which um, might be useful in a few rounds. Yeah. Um. To Toss the audience in there. Thirty-eight uh, percent said Tunic, thirty percent said TMNT, twenty-three percent Neon White, seven percent Nobody Saves the World. So, uh, audience says Tunic, and then we got Austin. Uh, he put in his little responses earlier. Austin also said TMNT. Anybody want to lock in a vote? I'm Tunic. You're Tunic. Okay, Harry's Tunic. Harry's Tunic. Everybody. I don't know if you I'm, heard Harry's tunic. I'm gonna lock in neon white. Okay. Mm-hmm. I too am saying neon white. I too am saying neon white. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Which I get. Like, and, and, and obviously, yeah. as a reminder, all these games are wonderful. So. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, of course. Uh, hint, hint. These awards don't matter, and the point <laughs> is so we can talk about a bunch of games. <laughs> what is what is that like? game show slash not game show where whose line is it anyway price is white yeah. yeah where the points don't matter matter <laughs> yeah <laughs> whose pd you. is it anyway huh <clears throat> that's a good one yeah action neon white uh let's give a little respect to the honorees for best action or our favorite action whatever we're, whatever the mm-hmm. we're calling it um islets hyper demon infernax moon scars never awake and hi yai. Hi yai. Hi is really cool. I don't know if anybody's played hi yai. Infernax is also really cool. Infernax is also very good, up, which yeah. I feel like got a little snub, but it's okay. It's fine. A little bit. It's just a little bit. Blame everyone Next. else. Stop. Yeah. 
Next up, we got RPG. And I'm so happy Ooh. one of these games made it on this list. Just Bowling <laughs> Cross, Dark Legacy of the Devil Bowler Final Frame, Citizen <laughs> Sleeper, The Last Hero of Nostalgia, and Koromon. Mm-hmm. Can you tell I, us anything about Bowling Cross? Okay, yeah. <laughs> I I, I, that that's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. I'll start there. I know it's not going to win. That's my pick. I know uh-huh. it's not going to win. It's fine. Bowling Cross Dark Legacy of the Devil Bowler Final Frame is a GBA inspired or I guess Game Boy Color inspired RPG. It's a bowling RPG. Think of Golf Story, except mm-hmm. bowling. Mm-hmm. So split it up in two parts there's one section that uh it's kind of like a mario 3 overworld map you are going from point to point and um some parts are like you could go to a shop to upgrade or get new pieces for your bowling ball like you could upgrade the core of the ball you could upgrade the material and that like affects the combat which we'll talk about Mm -hmm. in a second there's uh a few like narrative things like a really fun back and forth between some of the knights and some of the enemies and some npcs in the area Uh, I should mention also, like, this is a game similar to Pokemon, how, like, Pokemon games, like, the world of Pokemon, like, the only thing people give a fuck about is Pokemon. Like, there's no, like, real economy or society. It's just all about Pokemon. Um, Bowling Uh, Cross is that for bowling. On another another day. Sure. Uh, Bowling Cross is, like, bowling is the only thing that fucking matters in this world. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, there's this corrupt, uh, it's, it's, like a kid in the bowling academy got kicked out of the bowling academy and just turned evil and he just like took over like as like a a bowling dictator uh so you are going up to like defeat him or whatever uh so the second half of it is the combat and it is a straight lane your uh character is on the bottom and the top half or like the top third is a couple little obstacles and some enemies going around and you have to just bowl and like hit the enemies and hit the bosses and try to like do trick shots to get around different obstacles and barriers to like really nail uh, an enemy. Um, the way the mechanic works is, uh, or the bowling mechanic works is on the bottom, you have like a typical like um, meter that like goes up and down mm-hmm. to determine how fast power you're going to bowl. Yeah. Power meter. And it, like you hold a, and then it just goes up and down, up and down until you let it go. Um, and then you have left straight and up. So like on, sorry, the power, it's not really a power, power meter. The meter, determines spin so like if you let go too much on the if you let go on the left it'll spin left if you let go in the center it'll go center let go on the right it'll spin right um and you can move your character left and right so you could like have your character all the way on the left and have it spin right so like you're going it's going straight Mm -hmm. for a bit but then you bank at the last second to get around like a rock or something to hit an enemy um the only way you take damage is well some of the bosses shoot at you and whatnot but the only way you really take damage is if you miss the ball coming back so you have to like kind of catch the ball once you Mm. once you get back which is not realistic for bowling uh don't do that (laughs) um this game is just such a blast it's such like a a wildness like similar how we were talking about um grapple dog how it's such an authentic gba game this feels like i'm playing in a weird way this feels like i'm playing the dodgeball game for game boy color again mm. and it's just it really nails that g the game boy feel i'm probably thinking of game boy advance matt i know you're yeah, giving me a yeah. look yes <laughs> <laughs> but it really feel if it really uh nails that retro handheld aesthetic in terms of its presentation and its actual gameplay um and it's a solo developer this is an hio release from over the summer i think he's been updating it forever but it it finally hit like 1.0 over the summer or maybe a little earlier 
Um, and it's just it's a blast. Everybody should play this. And it's free, which is also fucking wild. Like this should be at least a ten dollar game at the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's not going to win. And that's OK. It, it got the <laughs> nomination, which I'm stoked about. I don't know who the hell else voted, voted for it. <laughs> so it's great. It reminds me a lot of um, Tribute's first game. It might be the first game. Wizorb. Oh. It was a, a mm-hmm. it was an RPG game, but based around Breakout. Yeah, similar. So yeah, nice. that's Bowling Cross. Who who wants to go next? <laughs> who wants to shout out another one? Coromon. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting Coromon. for it. Yeah. yeah. Well, first off, let me just say Heroes Nostalgia also very good. Uh, I have not rolled credits on it yet, but that is a game that we saw at pax east yep and it's very souls like in that you are kind of like meticulously carefully growing mm-hmm. through a 3d space as a pretty much stick figure with a sword and a shield and you eventually start to uncover a mysterious thing that's happening with like also a narrator describing mm-hmm. what you're doing which i thought was a really cool touch it, um, you uh to interrupt really quick you say it's like a souls like it's straight up a souls ripoff like it's mm-hmm. it's very tongue-in-cheek mm-hmm. in that it is a dark souls game it's like with everything like yeah. the ui the, the way like are... the, the <laughs> um regions pop on the map mm-hmm. or uh, pop up on the screen like and, it, and it is souls <laughs> and i played that before i played elden ring because i've I never played souls before yeah. and i was like i really like this game and i, I know i, like, I love uh, that revelation so you, much <laughs> you might be like really good at souls games i'm like i think maybe and i'm, I'm like 100 hours into elden ring i'm still not even close to finishing i'm just like this is so <laughs> cool um but yeah anyway here's another guy like um it, there's a lot of meat on it with the mystery aspect and like yeah. the the self-awareness of it in mm-hmm. not only the souls thing that mike was saying but also like as games in general so i'm yeah. really curious how that kind of shapes up like i was walking around with master chief's armor yeah yeah in my game <laughs> and like you see green hill zone in the background once you get yeah, that first initial island. area yeah, yeah. there's like and the, the wind of, uh, what is that easter eggs so yeah it's, yep. it's really cool um but yeah, i have to get I mean, back to it I some, something else came out and then like I kind of dropped off of it. I'm enjoying it so far, yeah. but like it it's not it didn't hook me the way I thought it would. But it's still mm-hmm. a, yeah, I still stand by it's the best feeling non from soft mm-hmm. like Souls game. Like I think it's it's nailing that. Yeah, it got stuck in the early October exactly. Bubble, so then yeah. like yep. everything happens and you're like, okay, it's January third or something. I don't know, uh, January 9th. Um, but yeah, Coromon. Ugh. <laughs> so Coromon, like I mentioned before, is pretty much an, ins- a monster catching game inspired by the old school Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, uh, Pokemon games. Mm-hmm. They created their entirely new universe where there's over 110 uh, Coromon or like monsters that you collect, trade. There's, but the game does such a good job of elevating the things that pokemon fans have wanted for years where there's customization with how you want to play there's level of difficulties there's almost like checkpoints or um like in-game rewards for doing stuff like battle a pokemon 12 times catch three different versions of this pokemon um the attention to detail is insane the gameplay is really fun the game i thought was going to be like 10 or 15 hours ended up being like 25 hours so there's definitely a lot of meat to it the story super engaging. It's not just, I want to be a Pokemon master or a Coromon master. There's actually like stakes to it. There's 
people um, who do bad things and actually do bad things, not just like, I'm going to yell at you. <laughs> um, so that gets kind of wild. Um, and it's just a really fun game. The puzzles are mostly very good. Um, the the progression's really good. And the, like I said, depending on how you want to customize it, can make it into a brutal game with like plenty of options, or it could be a walk in the park and just having your time being a Coromon master. So good. Matt, did you play it? I played a little bit. I liked what I played, though. It's real good. Yeah, I haven't. Um, sorry. It, it definitely harkened back to, like Harry was saying, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, Pokemon games, which are my favorite. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, you, Kyle, you a Coromon Master? No, haven't touched it. Um, <laughs> but I, I love just how enthusiastic Harry is yeah. about it. And, 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 like, watching the trailer and showing people gameplay while we we're talking on the video version... I can see why Harry loves it and, and and everyone digs what they play. It looks like a really good Pokemon game that we used mm-hmm. to play growing up. Yeah. And, and it, it just looks like a good time. Yeah. And I'm, I, I'm really happy with um, so much of it was build up with like uh, the demo, the pre-release, the betas, all that stuff. So they got most of the kinks out um, so that when you played it, like day of date release, like 1.0 on PC. It was a fan, like I had no issues. It was a smooth uh, experience. The music was banging. The mechanics were banging. I was just like, this is insanely good. And I want to praise it to everyone and be like, you need to at least check this out. If it's not your jam, that's fine. But like, give it like a little bit. If you like it, keep going. Uh, and then once they got the, the version on switch, which was supposed to be the same day as PC, but they had their issues. So it took a couple time after that but once that happened you couple were able time. to port your game yeah i don't remember i don't remember if it was weeks or months but just just a couple time yeah did i say it weird just a couple time just sounds funny oh yeah <laughs> okay um but yeah the, the the transition to moving your file was pretty easy like it was oh that's good i never asked you about that um i re- at first it, something wasn't working but i think i was doing something wrong sure so it wasn't super clear but once you figured it out you're like oh duh okay um, like I think they tried going the minimalist route and it was so minimalist that you were like, I don't know what's happening. Um, so that was nice. So then I just played it like a Pokemon game, just laying on the couch being like, Ooh, switch. Yeah. Um, so that was really great. Um, and it's satisfying. It's not like you're grinding for days. Mm-hmm. Cause like I said, you can customize it at will. Uh, right. The 95% of the mechanics you can tweak at will. Um, so that you can kind of have the experience you want. So if you don't want to grind for 12 hours, you can just be like, everyone gets experience. Everyone gets triple experience. Everyone gets um, movements much faster. You could just damage and not have abilities or whatever, whatever. And it gets, it streamlines it however you want, which is fantastic. And I'll bring up the one we haven't talked about. Has anyone played Citizen Sleeper? No. Uh, that's another one where later on we'll come up with this discussion again. That's one where we're like, oh, that's got a lot of praise. That's something we'll definitely play on break. And I did not play on break. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have I've heard a lot of people love it. It's one of the best reviewed games of the year. I think it's sitting in like the mid to high 80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's obviously a very well-made uh, RPG game. But uh, yeah, I, I want to play it. It just, you know, yeah, time. Just, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, yeah, like we done goof there. Mm. Um, tossing in the audience over here, we got 50% with Citizen Sleeper, uh, and then 16% split three ways between Coromon, Bowling Cross, and last year of Nostalgia. Shout out to the 16% that voted for Bowling Cross. I love you guys. Yeah, <laughs> Fuck yeah, guys. 
um because of how passionate harry is and because yep. of how mm-hmm. like uh, being a part of that e3 presentation back in in the summer i'm cool locking in coromon here same i am too same but i do want to say i hate that there's only one glove like aesthetically uh you mean like a power glove as opposed to yeah yeah he only has like one glove and i'm like who's walking around with only one glove except for hellboy like what is this Uh, the (laughs) soulless people in the world of cormon uh i forgot to say uh kelsey vote for nostalgia kelsey also voted for neon white earlier i forgot to mention okay (laughs) rpg goes to cormon your little monster is in the mail they're so good. <laughs> and there's also shout out to the amazing amount of customization you can do with your character. So it's not like you're either a boy or a girl. You could be whatever mm-hmm. fluidity you want. Same thing with like any like there's so much customization with this game. It's just really impressive. Go check it out. One glove. Yeah. But you can also customize the color of the glove. You can customize the color, but not. Yeah. Um. I'm really I, something I'm really excited about for this year when we kind of have a similar conversation is with Cassette Beast. Um, mm-hmm. The character customization in Cassette Beast is mm-hmm. wild. Mm-hmm. It is insane. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm very curious, Harry. I, I think we have to put on the books whenever Cassette Beast comes out. We have to have like a Coromon versus Cassette Beast discussion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, honestly, we could just have a, a pocket monster off. Um, because there's also i i forgot the name of the game so i'm I'm super sorry but there was a game on sale that looked like an old like old school old school like gen one pokemon game Mm -hmm. in the game boy color thing so i bought it because i i don't have impulse control anymore um but i haven't opened it yet (laughs) so i'm just like all right i gotta play this eventually because it looks so cool like the art style on the cover is the traditional drawings that they have where it's like oh cool like Almost like it's paint, uh, water painting kind of art style. But then the the game is just like the Game Boy game for Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, Green. So it's like, oh, too many, too many good Pokemon (laughs) ripoffs. The uh, honorees for RPG go to Dread Delusion and Farewell Send. Dread Delusion, I have a feeling we're going to talk about again for 2023 because Mm -hmm. uh, it's in early access currently. Um, Farewell Send, uh, everybody should go play Farewell Send. It's free to play. It's on Steam. It uh, so, I mean, speaking of like old school Pokemon, it looks like old school Pokemon. It's not a monster catching game, but it it has that perspective. Yeah, really cool. Love it. Love it. Next up, we got multiplayer. Mm. Kung Fu Kickball, Spider Hack, Squish, TMNT, Shredder's Revenge. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all know what's going to win again due to Harry's passion. It's okay. Well, before before we even talk about that game. We'll we'll save that one for last. Yeah. Um I would like to give I would like to talk about Kung Fu Kickball a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um not not too much because I don't think has anybody else played Kung Fu Kickball? No. Kung Fu Chaos um, on Xbox. It thank you. On. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> very helpful. Um <laughs> I don't think it's on Game Pass anymore, is it? I don't think so. Or maybe I'm thinking of Kung Fu Academy. You think about Dodgeball Academy? Dodgeball Academy. There we go. All right. Apologies, apologies, apologies. Uh, Kung Fu Kickball is a multiplayer game where uh, you are, I believe it's 1v1 or can be 2v2, where it is a 2D, just you're just staring at a game 2D or staring at a plane 2D. 2d 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 plane. uh plane. uh on the left is a goal on the right is a goal and you are literally just trying to get 
kick balls to to the other person's goal and it's really chaotic it's really fun it makes for a uh it's a good like extra life game and i think like we know what that means uh if anybody doesn't know what i'm talking about it's just a really good chaotic time where Mm -hmm. you will end up screaming at each other Mm -hmm. um funny enough this was one of the first games uh i covered as media because uh me and kelsey played this back at play nyc 2018 2019 whatever year that was yeah yeah um and it was it's just so cool to see it finally out in the wild and people are playing it and it seems like people really dig it um, i'm glad it's getting received really well um it's something that i want to put in our uh our kind of stream slash extra life rotation going forward because it is a really fun like chaotic time that mm-hmm. we will be screaming at each other because of like near misses and close calls and it's yeah. very uh it's like nidhog meets kickball mm. that's yeah. a yeah uh-huh yeah so I don't think I think I'm the only backer behind it. So like it's it's sure. okay. It's not gonna win. But Kung Fu Kickball really Still a nice shout out. And nice a, shout a, out. Uh, another nominee that is similar to a game that I love playing at Extra Life or just with friends in general is Starwall. Starwall. And I feel, yeah. I feel like Spider Spiderheck gives off Starwall vibes for sure. Really good. And one of my favorite things of PAX East uh, last year was playing this on the big screen in front of everybody. Um, it was a fun time. It just spiders with guns and lightsabers and just how chaotic and fun it is. And mm-hmm. it's like the best vibes of Star Wars, Towerfall, quick matches yeah. in and out. And it's just, uh, it's like that feeling where your voice goes up because you're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Because you're <laughs> yeah. so worried about rotating the wrong way and getting got but it, it's such a good t- good time the aesthetic's super cool too oh right? absolutely. I, I, I like really the, pretty the art style the flu- fluidity again with the uh, the spider with all, all the webs and everything yeah um, especially when you get into the rhythm it's really fun to like zip zap around but like yeah but then your arrogance it bites you in the butt when you're like well and i just flew into some lava so. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so it's all about the balance with that yeah it's really good um real quick tmnt we talked about at length already it's yeah. great you know, super cool, super fluid, fun. So other than Matt, did you guys play TMNT as multiplayer or did you do it mostly single? I when I reviewed it solo. Okay. I I beat it solo. I've played it other times online with friends. Okay. Yeah, I was just curious because yeah. like I also played it solo because I'm like, it's a two hour game. I'll just play <laughs> it, have a good time, and then kind of move on with my life. I will well, say it is fun doing like the the shell bashes with a with yeah. a friend and and, and using different abilities and whatnot. And it brings back that old arcade mentality of like, all right, you grab the pizza because you need the health. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. no, I accidentally grabbed it. Yeah. And then you yell at each other kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's yeah. just a, it's a fun time. Me and Kyle played it multiplayer at PAX. And yeah. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a blast multiplayer. And it's, it's really fun trying to um, come up with like strategic combinations between each of the characters and like mm-hmm. what how, how like how they interact with each other and like what you could do to some bosses and whatnot mm-hmm. it's really mm-hmm. cool love stacking abilities but before harry goes off i'm actually with harry on this one i can't oh, no, stop th- i can't stop thinking about squish i played it once at pax and that's it mm-hmm. and the only bummer unless i'm wrong it's still not online multiplayer i don't believe so it's only locally which is a bummer but which it's just such a an unforced error for a pc game that like it would start as a pc game so i'm like 
okay guys let's all come to my bedroom and play it on my screen <laughs> together. yeah yeah yeah. so that's that's a, a an off thing but the, it is multiplayer on switch and that's a great like local co-op kind of system. yeah and it's a it's a great time so harry i'll yeah. let you describe right. it squish is so good so you pretty much play as a ghost um that is trapped you're a rave. grave raver yeah, you're you're a grave raver who's just rocking out um, That's a grave with like a, a DJ, um, and there are blocks that are slowly falling down. So it's kind of like you don't want to get hit by those blocks, but you can push the blocks, jump and push around to kind of either squish your enemies or survive long enough so you're the last person standing. However, if you do get squished, you become like a little like a flying skull head. And you want to, tr- you could fall in and hit the people who are out there. So it's kind of like a last chance. So if you knock them mm-hmm. out, you're back in the game and you replay it. Uh, just like Spider Hack, there are rounds, so it kind of goes pretty quickly. Um, and it's so freaking fun. Like it's it's very addicting because it takes 15 seconds to learn. Yep. Uh, which is, I think, a little bit better than Spider Hack because Spider Hack, you really Spider-Hack need to get time. good with like the swinging and the the abilities that are constantly in your face. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of, um, why I think it's definitely better. Um, and the, the quickness with the levels and the simplicity of the obstacles and like how you want to strategize over and over again can be really beneficial. Mm-hmm. And the, the final shot I think is a really nice hook that I wish more multiplayer games would do just to be like, ah, oh, here's the monkey wrench. Like you thought I was done, but now I'm going to win. Uh, and that really was fun. And it, we saw it, this in, I think it was 2020, 2021 at, at Play NYC. Mm-hmm. And then once I played it, I, every person I saw, I'm like, oh, hey, Mike, we got to play this game. Hey, Kyle, we got to play this game. Hey, Jared, we got to play this game. And I'm and not I, at all jealous you have that really cool steelbook either oh, that yeah. you won from uh, oh, yeah. uh, yes. beating everyone at PAX at this game. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, um, that was so good. Uh, it, it's all the chaos of Towerfall without the shooting. And, and oh, it makes it super yeah. accessible. Yeah. The, the one drawback I would say other than no online multiplayer is the level, the, the, the variety of the game modes modes. Thank you. Um, <laughs> are not super different. It's like time mm-hmm. trial or survive as long as you can, or mm-hmm. here's four different versions. Try to go super fast. Like that, that was a little bit disappointing and I haven't heard any like upgrades to that. But for a pure multiplayer, let's all hang out for an hour or whatever and play this. It is top tier. Um, yeah. And it's cheap. I think it was $10 digitally. So like, yeah. there's really no reason why you shouldn't try it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to hit them up and be like, hey, whatever you have to do, get this online. And I will give you $8. <laughs> Please. I will fund <laughs> 20 minutes worth of work. Can you make a new game mode? <laughs> what, what, and obviously, I know game design is super hard, and yeah. you're all amazing, and I appreciate all your work and effort. And, uh, but yeah, this is Harry. Just Harry. I, I a little bit of like behind the scenes stuff. Like I totally understand like the hesitation and the resistance to not do online, especially for a small team. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd rather online's a not, fucking nightmare. Yeah, I'd rather <laughs> not have their systems melt like most of the yeah, games exactly. that are online. Um, but yeah, and you can customize your ghost. So there's a lot of skins that you can be. Um, and there's some like inside jokes and then multicolor stuff. And it's really nice. Uh, and it ends up being like a cool little thing, especially when we played it at PAX, like we were playing with mostly strangers and they're like, who's the rainbow guy. Who's the ghost guy. And I'm just sitting there quietly being like, I am, but don't attack me. Cause I want to win. Um, <laughs> so it ends up being a really fun time and it never got boring. 
it never got like annoying. It's all like unforced errors on your part. So you're like, ah, yeah. this is on me, not a, a glitch in the system. So, and it was like after I played, I still stuck around and watched people play because yeah. it's fun to it's watch. A good watch. Fun game. Yeah. It's yeah. a really if like people. This would take it. over Twitch, honestly. Yeah, like yeah, it'd be it'd be a huge hit. Yeah, I was shocked that it didn't like blow up, but there's there's always time. So like, yeah, maybe absolutely it'll blow up in the future. Maybe if it goes on P PlayStation Plus or Xbox Game Pass, like then that'll be the time where it like blows up and everyone's face. Like I, honestly, obviously it's not the same style of game and like you said the modes are limited but like among us was out for a little bit before it caught fire yeah oh, it was yeah. Out for so years. like so so squish hopefully yeah. gets that kind of rub so, at some point so, only takes the right person to stream it once and then yep. it blows the fuck up yeah mm-hmm. i'll start streaming it there you go <laughs> it's Harry, my, the right my one fan yeah <laughs> which is me in a different account it's justin <laughs> oh yes justin my bff <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you got anything to add for multiplayer? I do not. I will say maybe Squish is a similar story to Samurai Gun. If any of you have uh, played oh, yeah. Two. Oh, yeah. Uh, the first one was not online, but second one was. Mm. Uh, so maybe, maybe that. But maybe yeah. Squish Two, Squishier, or Squishy, Squishier, squished. Squished. Squish, Squishier, <laughs> and then the third one be Squishiest. Wait, no, hmm. we'll workshop that. But Squishies, Squishy did. <laughs> Uh, for multiplayer, Kelsey said Kung Fu Kickball, and Austin said TMNT. The audience, 72% TMNT, mm. 18% Squish, 9% Spider-Hack. I am shocked that uh, Squish over Spider-Hack for, for audience. So they, like, know, I, they, know, they know what's up. <laughs> they I, do know what's up. Just a more but, popular game. <laughs> I mean, it just might be one vote, so like... Like in the second extra life thing that I, I, I did, I brought Spider Heck and I downloaded it. I was like, all right, guys, let's play for a little bit. And nobody wanted to. Mm. And I don't know why. Maybe, Spider, maybe that's a Spider Heck problem. I don't know. <laughs> Spiders. Yeah, well, it, yeah, uh, like, it could be. I mean, honestly, yeah. It might, yeah, there's no arachnid like customization mm. with that to be like, yeah. I want to make it less spidery and more squishy. I want to like, play um, as a man with eight arms. <laughs> well, isn't uh, underground? No, underground is that the name of the Xbox game? Uh, grounded. 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 There we go. Yeah. That has like arachnophobia mm-hmm. mode yep. where you can kind of customize it up the wazoo. Real to quick, be uh, less horrifying for you. Real quick antidote. Um, anecdote. Anecdote. Thank you. Antidote. I know that's why. That's why I paused because I knew I said that wrong. Um, played Evil West over the break, which mm-hmm. is. The best Xbox 360 game of the year. Um, <laughs> but there is there's an arachnophobia mode because there are there are moments where there are just spiders just roaming around. Um, I just figured I'd try it just for the hell of it, just to see like the difference. Like, I mean, obviously, like the difference is spiders versus no spiders. So, like, let's say there was 10 spiders in the area. Turn it off. Spiders are gone. Cool. But spider webs are there. This is why I did it because there's a boss or like a mini boss that is like spider themed and there was like a spider on his back. And I was curious if like they would get rid of the spider on his back, but mm-hmm. they don't. So I, I it's weird. Um, but when I turn it back on, just like 300 spiders, <laughs> just, like, oh, no. just spiders galore. <laughs> it is fucking terrifying. So, yeah, uh, if you turn it off and turn it back on, it punishes you. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh man. Decent game, that Evil West. Give it a yeah. shot if you're, if you're bored. <laughs> um I mean it, it squish, right? Yeah. All right. Squish. Your your grave raver is in the mail. Yay. Woo. No, we sent we sent glow sticks. 
glow stick. Yeah. Your glow stick is in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where is it? Uh, honorees for multiplayer go to the past within, which has anybody played past within yet? It's really cool. It's um, just super quick. It's a kind of like an escape room sort of situation. It's a adventure game. It's a point and click adventure where uh, it's co-op. One person plays on one platform. The other person plays on another. I mean, it could be like PC PC, but like you can do like me playing on a PC and Kyle playing on an iPad and you it's all about communication. So you have to like Kyle has to tell me what's going on his screen for me to figure out a puzzle and vice versa. I like that. Oh, yes. I definitely know exactly what game we're talking about. Really cool. Yeah. Uh, Golf Gang, Plunder Panic, Neon Knives, and Bamarang. Bamarang also fucking awesome. Yeah. It's it's just 1v1 boomerangs. It fucking rules. It rules. And Plunder Panic is basically Killer Queen. It's a great time. Very good. Next up, Matthew Wright. Oh boy. Horror. Horror. Oh yeah. We got Mothman 1966, mm. Signalis, the Mortuary mm. Assistant, mm-hmm. and Faith, the Unholy Trinity. <sighs> Matt, you haven't been talking a lot. I want you to start with Signalis. Signalis is a game I've I've been following uh, back when I was on Twitter for years. And it finally came out this year. It is a retro-inspired horror game, um, sci-fi horror. Um, crispy, crunchy-looking polygons on, um, not static, but um, they look similar to like pre-rendered um, uh, screens back from like Resident Evil, but not to that detail because it is dark. I haven't played through the whole game, so I haven't gone to the other areas. But um, So you're going around trying to figure out what's going on um but there are uh, creatures around you gotta shoot them you gotta live uh, it's i've been waiting for this game forever and it's absolutely fantastic yeah it's um very much a og resident evil like mm-hmm. like uh like kind of what that term we've been throwing around this past year that grunge horror aesthetic that's mm-hmm. like very inspired by playstation one so, polygons top and down top down um mm-hmm. Very slow, very methodical. Um, it nails the vibe. Nails the Yeah, because there are rooms, too, where you enter, and then it's uh, first person. And you're looking around trying to find clues about what's going on. Yeah. Um, I started it around Thanksgiving. It mm-hmm. didn't click for me right away, so I put it to the side. I need to return to it once I'm, like, in the mood for something like that. I say that now. I have a feeling I'm never going to play it. But um, <laughs> just, like, right away, it wasn't working for me. Mm-hmm. But I can't deny just the vibe and the aesthetic and how it looks and its tone. Um, even some of the writing already is really, mm-hmm. really just dirty. Not dirty in the sense that it's like <laughs> sexy. What a it's way just, it's to just describe fucking, it. It's just grungy. Dude, I really yeah. Hate it. yeah. It's so dirty. Talk dirty to me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where's um, that category? <laughs> dirtiest game. <laughs> right down for next year. <laughs> um, Real quick with Mortuary Assistant, because I haven't, I don't think anybody's played it personally. I haven't played right? it, but I've seen people play right. it. Right. It's like yeah. you might as well have played it. Yeah. I mean, Mortuary Assistant took over like TikTok and Twitch this yeah. year. Mortuary Assistant is creepy as all fuck, and it's really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to play it one of these days. Right now, it's not compatible with Steam Deck, so I will not mm-hmm. play it yet. Uh, I refuse to sit here on mouse and keyboard like a schmuck, you fucking <laughs> PC gamers. I can um, only imagine playing this game. And just 
that feeling of like something's right behind you. Like, the oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah, I, I can't. Dude, that, I don't think I can do that. <laughs> that main like character design, the the oh. creature. Oh, oh my yeah. god, one of the most horrifying fucking things of the year for sure. So, mm-hmm. so that dude is barely in that game too. Yeah, uh, which is great. Mm-hmm. Like, don't overuse it. I love that. There's a just lot so of good, a lot of good scares in that game. You guys have fun with these games. <laughs> but I will say, I think Signalis looks cool, like a, like an ominous horror game, kind of like yeah. The Last of Us and Part Two, where it's like unease. Like those mm-hmm. games, I don't mind, but like sure. the moment there's a jump scare, I'm out because I don't want to deal with that. So, like, um, think like Dead Space. Just look, remove the action. Okay. I've never looked at what Dead Space looks like, so Harry wouldn't like Dead Space. Think yeah. uh, Alien. Okay, I dig Alien. <laughs> it's very Alien. Movie. Yeah, it's masterpiece level movies. Um, okay. That that I can get around because I, I like the sci-fi <laughs> elements too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, this is enough for me yeah. not to like run to high heaven and be like, who oh, no? Uh, Mothman 1966. Matt, did you play it? I haven't played it yet, but okay. it's on my list. So yeah, Mothman 1966, uh, a wonderful visual novel uh, by LCB Studios. I think that's the – apologies, guys. Um, It's the first of their three pixel pulp series, so like Mm -hmm. short-form, pulpy horror uh, narrative. So uh, this one obviously based around Mothman. The next one, Varney Lake. Varney? I think Varney Lake. Um. It's about it's like a romance about vampires, which sounds really cool. And I forgot what the third one is called and what it's about. But yeah, it's it's a trilogy of uh, these short form horror stories. Um, Mothman takes place in obviously in the 60s um, and centered around uh, an actual like meteor shower that happens back in 66 or it happens every however many years. Uh, I forgot the history of it. And this phenomenon in this narrative uh slight spoilers uh brings about all these cryptids into the real world and there's like a secret society or whatever that like protects earth from mothmen and like these like rabid creatures and shit um game is really cool the game just oozes style uh it like i think the color palette is literally red black green and it just like leans into Mm -hmm. that so hard the writing is really cool really authentic um the use of audio is really interesting there's not there's not necessarily a score attached to the game which is really interesting there's ambient sounds on and off during from scene to scene and then once in a while when there's like a dramatic thing it just does this really lo-fi like um and it's just so stark and sharp sounding that it tenses you up that really uh there's that and uh a mechanical thing which i'll talk about in a second that really makes this kind of like a new approach as to what horror can be moving forward in video games like it doesn't have to be all jump scares and whatnot it could be something that really integrates the horror within the gameplay and and i know there's games plenty of games that do that like for example dead space or resident evil that like takes ammo away or like there's limited ammo to like make the situation more tense but with Mothman being a visual novel, there is a uh, one of the sections in the beginning has the two two of the protagonists face a pack of wolves, and it's a little puzzle of how you have to stray the like kind of just shoo the wolves away without getting killed, and you have to like make it back to the car. 
and just being in that situation just trying to figure out like okay you threw a rock at the wolf on the left so he's away but the wolf on the right just approached further and the wolf in the center is like just staring you down while the wolf on the right is moving towards the right uh moving towards you trying to figure out that situation from moment to moment is so tense and like it makes your palms sweat it's so i I never thought a visual novel could scare me like that um and it's purely for gameplay reasons and even when like you do die eventually and like that bling sound pops up it's like it's like a little bit of a jump scare but it's like a very earned jump scare like i hate cheap jump scares like that's one of my least favorite tropes even in like horror films um but it just does it so well like everything feels so earned in this and even when this eventually does go slightly like resident evil 5 resident evil 6 in the best way possible it's still like it still feels earned it still feels authentic it came with purpose it wasn't like it doesn't ratchet up the action just to make it more exciting like it feels like a thoughtful or a thought out experience from start to finish and uh, LCB should be super proud of what they achieved with Mothman. And I'm so excited for the next two. And more people need to play th- this game. This could be a Harry game. Could be a Harry horror game. I like the I like the moth, the cryptid angle. Yeah, it's super cool. So not of uh, cryptids and games. Now, well, I mean, MetaZoo, that whole card game is all about. <laughs> sure. Cryptids, OK, so. fair. Hey, don't forget about the Jersey Devil. Fair. Which is a, uh, we a have a copy of the Jersey <laughs> Devil. I used to back in the day. Yeah, it's one of Kelsey's favorite games. Yeah, Uh, I feel like for me, I I have no stake in this, so nothing. But uh, I feel like I'm getting better with horror games, but I do not like jump scares. Like for like like you said, cruddy jump scares just for the sake of being like, like like that that isn't fun and it's super annoying. But the unease and the the tense and dread, yeah, yeah, like that, I don't mind. Because I feel like I do that with like half the games I play now yeah. and in life. So, well, dude, like I'm a big like horror is my favorite genre across all media, like books, comics, games, film, anything. Um, horror doesn't have to be scary. I know that sounds silly, but like horror is one of the most like it's it's the one genre that like really doesn't really have rules and it could really mm. play around with the medium like. I don't think of Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead's not necessarily scary. Anna and the Apocalypse, not scary. Um, even things Shaun of the like Dead's um, a horror movie. I would figure it's comedy. No, it's <laughs> a horror it's comedy. Comedy zombies. Yeah. It's a horror comedy. Okay, all right, that's fair. So maybe I do like horror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, there's obviously there's things like I don't know. Think of last year. Like there's things like Smile or um, the like the the Cronenberg movie coming out in I think this month. Uh, there's things like that, but then yeah, there's things like black friday with bruce campbell that came out a couple mm-hmm. months ago or maybe two, two years ago at this point mm. or even um better watch out which is home alone but more murderous mm. which is yeah <laughs> which is realistically accurate to all the shenanigans that happen at home alone. yeah um sorry i got off track a little bit um my pick though and i briefly talked about it before the break um because it is one of my favorite games of the year faith the unholy Tr- trinity is fucking phenomenal matt have you played this i've been watching this game for a while too haven't played it yet okay i'm gonna take a sip really quick before i go on another <laughs> while way. you do that um the aesthetic for uh mothman uh reminds me a hell of a lot for um for reminds me of uh, apple II. uh so probably mm-hmm. like oregon trail on the apple II, like the green 
of the Stark like exactly. lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fantastic. even um, all of them are going to look like that. These pixel pulps. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's a cool style to lean into. Um, so Faith, the Unholy Trinity. Uh, Faith is a trilogy of micro games that have been mm-hmm. in development for the past however many years, maybe a few years. Um, they've been releasing one by one and you know, chapter by chapter on itch.io. Uh, New Blood published the whole trilogy together once chapter three was done. Uh, I think it came out in October. Um, man, there's so much to say about this game. <laughs> uh, first <laughs> off, visually. This game has such a wild fucking aesthetic. Oh, yeah. Video I, viewers are watching it right now. So <laughs> it's this, wild. It's this very, Matt, how would you call it? Like MS-DOS sort of? It's, yeah. It's, Apple. It's, it's drawing in line between Apple II and MS-DOS. Yeah. MS-DOS. So like uh, if you ever played Harry's House of Horrors, uh, MS-DOS Harry. floppy disk game. Um, yeah. Figured me out. <laughs> he's about to pull it out right now Matt. i might yeah <laughs> yeah it's a very minimalistic like what like literally just there it is oh my god look at this motherfucker <laughs> that's hilarious um <laughs> of course matt would have a floppy disk at the ready <laughs> like like a very specific floppy disk anyways <laughs> um yeah visually it's very much akin to like that era where it's literally just like lines lines and colors gives mm-hmm. me um, atari vibes a little yeah bit. like yeah, early atari bit. vibes it's like yeah it's before we get into any like 8-bit 16-bit like it's very very basic and minimalistic um and man does it do it to a perfection this game is beautiful <laughs> like i <laughs> like i know it's such a weird thing but like i think this game is fucking gorgeous in its simplicity and the way it utilizes the retro technology to really execute the vision to its its fullest potential um the coolest fucking thing is that um oh my god i'm blanking on the fucking uh uh technique to do this um describe it we'll google it's a technique where you trace somebody frame by frame. Rotoscoping. And then that, rotoscope. Thank you. Um, <laughs> rotoscoping. <laughs> the uh, so rotoscoping is a technique where you film something. Uh, it obviously like in the film world, you film something and then you trace uh, frame by frame to create like a very realistic mm-hmm. sort of animation. Um, Faith does this for the cutscenes, and it is in the MS DOS like Apple II yeah. format where like. It is like hyper realistic, quote unquote, animations because it is filmed of like mm-hmm. these just demonic figures, like blood dripping, face ripping, just crawling demons. Oh my god! It's like the, some of the most horrifying imagery I've, I've ever seen in my life, and that's something wild to say with a game that looks like this with such a limited palette. Like I grew up watching horror, and like I've seen some fucked up shit at starting at a way too young of an age. But like I could confidently say, thirty years later, that like the imagery and faith has haunted my dreams for months now. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, and I can't get enough of it. Um, yeah, like I'm, I'm not showing this because it's been shown already on screen. But there's one where it looks like just a priest takes like a key or something, just stabs himself in the eye. Yeah. It is incredibly haunting. That too, <laughs> just like the actions that get portrayed, like the key gang stabs, like as I said, like dripping and rip tearing and just like s- screams and 
the action that gets portrayed on this uh, in these cutscenes are some of the most brutal fucking things. Like, shout out to I think the developer is Airdorf. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Airdorf for having the most fucked up mind <laughs> imaginable. Um, so in terms of the gameplay and like kind of the narrative, you play as a priest, and the gameplay itself is very simple. You are just it's a it's an adventure game um you are moving around and the only action you could do is hold up a cross so you move around with a stick or a d-pad or whatever and you press a to hold up your cross that's like your only attack i guess attack or defense each chapter is a little bit different but they do kind of like tie together um so the first one for example you learn about uh, a little girl who is acting funny and it turns out like it's it's kind of like a cliche like exorcism story um but just it's such like a unique take on the exorcism story where like you enter the house you go into the basement then all of a sudden like like fucked up shit just happens around the house and you start uncovering a mystery about like what happened to the family why like why isn't the mother and the father there um through like certain actions like if you see something like that's a little out of place let's say like there's a frame like a picture frame with like that seems like it has like a weird image on it. You can hold up the cross to it. It'll flash and it'll drop a note. And like it gets really extensive with its storytelling through uh, notes and letters. Kind of similar to FromSoft games. Um, the boss battle, like this game has boss battles, which is like really mind blowing. But the boss battles are really damn cool. Like you have to, they're kind of puzzly in the sense where like this first chapter when you're eventually like you have to face this little girl. Um she moves in very specific patterns and you're you as a character move very slowly and which again similar to mothman the action that you are um doing in the game kind of adds to the tension in a very unique way similar to like mothman as opposed to what like resident evil or something like that does um so you're moving very slowly so you have to be very precise and methodical with where you need to be on screen when this little girl is fucking floating around and like the first time i i was like the first few times i was getting a little frustrated because i was trying to treat it like a typical boss battle but the i got into my own mind where like this is just this is just a, a demon there's not of this planet and doesn't really have like cohesive thought and or whatever like why why would he know strategy he probably is just on autopilot and it turns out when i started thinking like that i i see that like oh the demon girl is moving in a pentagram so like if i like envisioned a pentagram on the floor i was good and i was able to hit her with my cross until she eventually like popped out um where kind of the horror comes in a little more, um, obviously, I mean, all of it's horror, but where the horror comes in a little more um, is like, for example, with this first chapter, like, and I know I'm like saying a lot, it's light spoilers. Another cool thing is that each of the chapters have multiple endings, I think like five or six endings each. So like you, branching paths, branching narratives, um, like there's things like one of the endings for the first chapter is like you could pick up a gun and you could choose to find the little girl where like the demon eventually like takes her into the woods. You can find her and if you want, you could shoot her and get rid of the demon and like you eventually like get picked up by the cops and stuff. And that's like one of the endings. It's really fucked up. And there's multiple endings like that. Um, And yeah, the second and third chapter are just as expansive and just as fucked up. I will. Last thing I'll say is just highlighting. um. I know I'm talking a lot and I'm talking fast. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> I just love this fucking game. Um, I've noted like at some point in the second chapter, this game does kind of an inscription thing <laughs> where 
you pick up a note and it's just like it's like an old newspaper article about like something that happened in the town and eventually like eventually it goes from like a newspaper article to something more personal and then something a little more violent and vile then all of a sudden the note is talking to you and it's the demon talking to you through the letter while you manually as the player is scrolling through like scrolling down in the text and eventually the game forces you to only go line by line so it's like the demon being very methodical with like when you uh when you read something how you read it and it helps pace the score going on in the background just like there is like a little bit of like a one bit kind of tone going around or like a piano score going around then all of a sudden it just becomes like a buzzy tone as you're scrolling further down and down and down and then just like you get out of the note and then like the lights are out and there's just fucked up things happening and it's just so good this game fucking rules anyway my votes for faith (laughs) (laughs) i mean how can you not vote for faith after that like the passion is there uh Audience said uh, 41% Signalis, uh, 41% Mothman, 2%, uh, sorry, 16% um, Mortuary Assistant. Um, Kelsey said Mortuary Assistant. Austin said Signalis. I have no opinion. <sighs> Out of breath. <laughs> I, th- I think we give it to Faith because the way you were just talking about it, it's doing something unique and interesting in a format no one would expect from a horror game. If that makes any sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I change I, my I like mind. That. I will also vote for <laughs> holy, for holy, <laughs> holy, <laughs> holy the quadrilogy. <laughs> well, the, unholy. Sorry, faith, yeah, yeah, the unholy yeah, yeah, trilogy, yeah. Trinity. Yep. So Harry, let's play when. Never. I would well, love. <laughs> I would love it. I mean, it is pixel, so it's, it's, it's unless there's super horror. Oh my god! Moment. Did you look at the trailer? Well, look it up? like, no. like you. Well, you were also describing it. It sounded like. Hmm. Yeah, so, you pixel. Can't, yeah, you can't look at it that way because, as we're learning, like less is more uh, with horror games. Like, you can't really say the latest uh, Resident Evil remakes were scary. They were fun, fantastic games, but I don't think I was ever scared uh, yeah. playing them. Um, I feel but like these this... indie horror games. Mm-hmm. Man, like, mm-hmm. Do indie like, horror, might, man. Like if I could find a script of the story, then maybe I'll read it and be like, "This there is much go. better." <laughs> <laughs> so I can know what's happening. And the novelization. Not, yeah, of, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll read it, and it'll be like sunshines and rainbows as I'm reading it. Harry, can you can you look up a trailer on your no. phone? Because <laughs> <laughs> so you guys did that last time. I don't remember what game it was, and it was horrifying. I remember, <laughs> and I, I noped out of that in like 0.8 seconds. Because um, you guys were mean. We cool giving to faith. I'm cool with that. I'm I'm cool with that. My vote is for Signalis, but I'm cool with giving it to Faith because uh, wow. that too is a game I've been watching for a long time uh, before the second chapter was out. Uh, I was watching that on itch, but yeah. Faith, the Unholy Trinity, the PD for horror, your upside down crucifix is in the mail. <laughs> um, honorees for horror, we got the Unturned. Matt, have you played the Unturned? Sounds familiar. No. Uh horror comedy. It's just really chaotic, really goofy. It's fun. It's like um 
you have to you find yourself in a hotel and you have to make it to the make it to your it's sorry the purpose of the game is to get into your room of the hotel which is on the top floor um and there's like the innkeeper whatever like is clearly deranged and whatnot and the elevator he like tells you you go in the elevator go to the top floor whatever and then the whole game is that like the elevator keeps breaking down and you have to go into like different floors to do this like platforming puzzle to like put the power back on and then it just gets like really weird and whatnot. And each floor is like a little different. It's fun. I think it's a is this game. on uh, itch. Uh, no, it's on steam. I mean, it might be on itch also, but it's on steam. Uh, I'm scared. 2022 update. Secu- uh, security booth director's cut. Stay out of the house. Matt, have you played stay out of the house yet? No, I'm I saving that one. Yeah. Impasto source of madness. And that's it. Hmm. Banger year for horrors. Oh my goodness gracious. Yeah, Source of Madness was the fun game that we played at PAX, where it's mm-hmm. like um, um, Lovecraftian Lovecraft. yeah. with uh, procedurally generated levels and monsters, which I thought was really interesting. Um, probably still available by the time you're listening to this, a physical release available through Super Run Games, if that's your jam. Mm. Next up, we got mobile game, boss game, the final boss is my heart, Pocket Champs, Point B, and Nightscape. Also not fucking too, point B. Too I can't out. not laugh when you say point B. Fucking point B. What's it up? Says, it says that um, all the source of matters are sold out, but I was able to add it to my cart, so I'm not sure what's going on. Oh, well, interesting. I'm not buying it because I need to start doing impulse control, but <laughs> sure. oh, man, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um I feel like this is another one that's mostly me, but has anybody, anybody have a horse in the race here? Anybody um, play most, Point P? Most of my nominations were not chosen, but I do love Point P. Tell me about Point P. What's Point P? Point P, you're pretty much playing as a cute little creature that has, like, I think it's almost like a hammer, uh, where you're bouncing around the walls, at, at gradually going up, collecting fruit. And every few seconds, there's specific parameters you have to fulfill. So you might have to get two blueberries and a lemon, three strawberries. So you're manipulating by going left and right in the air. You have to collect certain things all in one jump. Once you hit the ground, your numbers reset and you kind of lose all your current things, uh, fruit. It was created by the developer who made Downwell. Oh, one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wait, what? was it the same developer? Yeah. Can some in fact, yeah, right? I yeah, know it was just the tra- like the trailer says from the creators of Danwell. Oh, okay. shit. I knew it was yeah. like everybody said, like, oh, it's just Danwell. I yeah, didn't realize it was the same no, developer. No. <laughs> and in my opinion, it is leaps and bounds better than Danwell because I feel like Danwell was, in my opinion, hard for the sake of being hard and like very unforgiving. Mm-hmm. This one, in addition to its aesthetically appeal, um, you feel like you're getting better as you're playing it. It's not just the luck of the draw and how you're falling or how you're rising. Um, so then you get better with the angle jumps. You get better with what creatures you hit to get further up. And then eventually there'll be like boss battles. Um, and it's it was one of the games that are on the Netflix subscription as well, which I thought was pretty good, That's as well as some other games point. that we'll talk about as our like notary honorees. But yeah, like... Out of the four, this is one of the four I played, um, and I really enjoyed it. And I think it's and it, and in terms of mobile games, you play for four minutes, you get a game over. You're like, okay, I'll move on with my life. Um, it's not like a forty-five minute commitment that you have to play, and then it's a game over. 
Yeah. Played it a lot uh, on my flight home from the Game Awards. Yeah. It's a good time. It's, I, I really, really enjoy it. Uh, please welcome back to the PDs, Kelsey Lynn Tounder, to Yay. talk about Pocket Champs. Hey! Baby. She decided like, to lift a cat, which is a bad choice. No, it's not. <laughs> now he wants down. Okay, hold um, on. Tom Long Island. Thank you for blessing me. Hello. 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 Um, I was texted. Do you want to talk about Pocket Champs? And obviously um, you do, because here you are. I mean, you know, it's just chow racing. Is that uh, what, she, what she's going to be as passionate about pocket champs than I was about faith? <laughs> <laughs> Were you very passionate? I don't know. It, yeah. yeah, it's just chow racing. I got really addicted to it. That's that's all I got. Nice. It's cute. It is. Oh, that's cute. not even my phone. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. So is it just like... Is it like an on-rail racer? You just move your character, or is there... No, you don't even have to. So it's almost oh. like auto chow. Kyle, have you never racing. chow raced before? No. I don't move the chow. You pray that it wins. Yeah, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, it's just a lot of... Which which camera is this? It's that one. Okay. Oh, also, just for the record, I don't know how to read Source of Madness. It says out now, not sold out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Those are very different words. Uh, so I'm just like staring at it, be like, wait a minute, no. <laughs> I love it's, that. It's a really I love that. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I, I have no idea how chow racing works because I'm not a fucking nerd. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So for the uneducated, chow racing is from Sonic Two, right? I believe so. so Sonic Adventure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. With, with okay. the level that's like speed of sound. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Mike can't even hear you making fun of Sonic right now. Okay, I'm um, having flashbacks of that now. Okay, there we go. It's I haven't played in a bit, so it's taking forever to to update. But it really is just like you train your little character, which which kind of you can't really see, but he kind of looks like that a little bit. No, it's mm-hmm. there. Looks kind of like a course. bird penguin. Well, yeah, that so you can dress them up. Um, mm. Oh, keep it up there. Hold on, I'm getting there. I was dropping the phone. <laughs> yeah, that's I need glasses. <laughs> this is an eye test. That's nah, fine. <laughs> Where's there? That's my, uh, that's my head. Uh, that's <laughs> great audio content. Oh, I, yeah. There it is. There it is. Hey. All right. So that's like you can dress up your little people to look like. Mm-hmm. I think that's a bike. But and you get little power ups and stuff. And um, oh, God, we're back to blur. OK, yeah. You, you can train them to excel in different things, and then you just set them loose and mm-hmm. race them. It sounds very nice. It's mindless, and I like mindless. <laughs> That's what you want in a mobile game. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also like there's a little bit of strategy where like, mm-hmm. okay, this is a like water level. I'm not going to use my bike. I'm going to use my, um, what are those things called? Jet Boat. ski. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Or canoe, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Going up against a jet ski and a canoe, you're going to lose, Harry. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Point P's really cute, too. <laughs> and there's Look, just enough challenge to make it engaging. I played Point P for all of, like, 15 minutes, and I deleted it off my phone. How dare you. <sighs> oh, see, I got so mad I dropped my phone. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make you that angry over point P. Look, That's fine. I, I don't I, know how to read, so this is <laughs> I'm not going to say point P was bad. It just wasn't mm-hmm. for me. Which is yeah. fair. Yeah. But Pocket Champs is for me. Yeah. How, 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 like, how many customizable options do you get in this game, Kelsey? Oh, an insane amount. I, yeah. 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 And then there's like, you can play with like people all over the world and stuff mm. or play against. So you race your Pocket Champ against them. All right. Nice. Are you rewarded often with new stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, There's different, like, what are they called? Challenges. There we go. (laughs) Um, There's different challenges. And every time you have the opportunity to win, like, training points, so you don't have to train, train your pocket champ, you can win outfits. You could win, like, different power ups, different vehicles, and stuff. Nice. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does, does anybody else have any other thoughts on other games that we? I'm gonna I'm gonna give Mike back oh, okay, the mic check. so he can uh, he can talk about anything. Okay. I'm just here. I was just for pocket champs. Yeah. <laughs> so we Hi, know Kelsey's vote. Bye. Oh God. Uh, honestly, I didn't play any of these uh, because my mobile game was Marvel Snap. Oh, I mean, if we're doing game of the year for Marvel Snap for non-indie games. That's that's like where I go to for mobile. I haven't played any of these because that has taken over my life. Yeah, I only played Point B before Marvel Snap occurred. And just to impose how good Marvel Snap is, I've barely touched Pokemon Go in like three weeks. Oh, wow. That's usually a a daily for a hour. I will say, though, and I'll just bring this up because I'm showing the trailer right now. Nightscape looks like a great time. Yo, Nightscape fucking rules, dude. (laughs) It looks so good. Nightscape is a simple as fuck skater. It's one button. You jump and you you land on rails and you just avoid pitfalls and it rules. That sounds like Mario Run. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's way cooler than Mario Run, but it's got like a like a Game Boy aesthetic. Yeah, it's it's old school GB. Uh, I almost a GBA. It's old school Game Boy. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's just a really simplistic uh, skating game with a fantastic score. Um, really cool aesthetic. You uh, something I love that you could do with these kind of like Game Boy inspired games is you could change the filter on it and you could just mix and match filters with different levels. Um, it is like it's more in depth like feature or not feature uh content wise where like there are multiple levels with different levels of challenges and like um a lot of music a lot of different filters it's really cool especially for like a i think i paid like i don't know three dollars for this game mm. it's so cool and it's such like a fun just like one hand like you're you're on the train on the bus or whatever mm. you got one hand to play a video game and yeah it's a good time i love nice. that you can uh Ollie off of uh, seagulls. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kyle, it's very, I guess Kyle and Matt. It's like Ali Ali, right? It's very like OG Ali Ali. That's what it looks without, like. To me, without yeah. the challenge. Like, I mean, it's Sweet. still like it. the longer you go, the harder mm-hmm. it gets. But, but no, yeah. no worry of having to move the analog stick to pull off certain tricks. Or exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's a auto scroller and you're just worrying about uh, your jump timing. Sweet. And obviously, like, when to, like, land on certain rails to do certain tricks when, like, and obviously there's things like, I think the rails, I haven't played it in a bit, the rails, um, like, ramp up your speed and they it affects, like, your jump height. So you could, like, go from a rail to a high wall and you could find, like, different secrets and the hidden paths and whatnot. 
it's very involved it's not what i expected when i pulled the trigger on it like i just i threw, tossed the two dollars at the devs just because it looked really cool and i got mm-hmm. way more of an in-depth experience than i thought i would nice. it's awesome super cool uh the last one uh i've never even heard of boss game the final boss is my heart boss game rules um so solo developer uh lily i think her name is let me just double check lily valen um it is about two demon hunters who are dating and you're just going around the city and just crushing demons you're just fighting demons it's really cool um it has the same kind of presentation as an undertale kind of mm-hmm. or at war everhood like that kind of like very dark rigid lines one bit aesthetic um really beautiful character art for each of the protagonists um what's really cool about it is the battle system um which are are you showing your trailer kyle i am yes so i know kyle's the only one that could see the trailer at the moment but the when you're in a battle you have one character on the bottom left and one character on the bottom right so you're you're holding the phone like you know like yeah uh landscape mode uh so like one character is one thumb one character the other thumb and you have multiple attacks uh you can just do normal attacks for like quick swipes and you have special abilities for that take a little longer to to hit um and you are doing this while balancing essentially what is a stamina meter so you are just making sure your stamina meter um has enough juice uh to make sure you are executing these attacks but also to make sure uh you could defend when an attack comes in so like you could hold on to your characters themselves and um not take any damage and only take uh stamina damage it's 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 pretty in depth for a simple like mobile Mm -hmm. um combat game um there's things where like if one character quote unquote dies or falls uh the other character could use some of her stamina to bring revive the other character back and so it's like a balancing <laughs> of like how it's a balancing act of being strategic in when you should defend when you should attack defend with one character but attack with the other um do team up attacks uh it's really cool and it's really gay it's a very gay game it's i read really, one of the taglines i wanted to that. sorry it's unabashedly gay also which one is of the taglines that popped up in the trailer that i absolutely love is lesbian devil hunting action yeah it's it's i'm gay. in it's sick as fuck yeah that's cool uh, i know i described it not great because <laughs> i was getting a little tongue-tied um but no it's super cool it's i it, again it's i think like a couple bucks on the app store it's also on itch it's also on steam uh, but yeah, I would say, in my opinion, like out of the out of all the games, like it's the most um, most in like, depth. Yeah, most in depth experience on mobile. Um, it's something that feels like an actual like anything I, I say is going to sound bad about the other games. But like it feels like a, this game was purposefully made for mobile and to deliver a deep experience with like a really fleshed out combat system that really makes sense for mobile like it's tailor-made for mobile so it's not on steam yet but it is coming soon it's coming soon okay soon soon exclusively theaters that's a threat (laughs) well premiere my vote would be for boss game uh, just from you describing it that's my vote 
I'm still team point B. Team point B. <laughs> and I, I love the look of it. I'm I'm team Nightscape. So we got uh Kelsey obviously said pocket champs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Austin abstained and he just said play vampire survivors. Uh, don't. <laughs> yeah, don't. <laughs> I just tried it. Nah. When we get to vampire survivors, <laughs> I also have thoughts. So. Oh, I, I just oh, downloaded oh, no. it and tried it while we were talking. Nah. <laughs> I we'll get there. Well, in terms of mobile, I don't like how it feels on mobile. Yes, okay. I think, it, I think it's bad on mobile. Yeah. Agreed. Well, when they have a game on a system and I play it on the system, they shouldn't be upset when I don't like it. We'll get there. We <laughs> we'll will. definitely get there. We definitely uh, will. Audience had 45% for point B, 18% across the board for Pocket Champs, Nightskate, and Boss Game. Can you say that one Mike. more time? I zoned out. <laughs> 45% point B, 18% for the rest of the games. Okay. So point B took it for audience. Yes. But we are tied, right? I think I also yeah, night skate. Boss, I did night skate and then audience team. and Harry do point B. Well, I mean, I'm I mean, cool I, with, I, I'm cool with whoever wins, but well, I'm still... well, so we have two votes for it's, boss game. Yeah. We one have more than one vote. Chance. Well, also sometimes we included the fan. And yeah. The audience gotcha. vote, but that's like a kind of like a tiebreaker if we needed it. Uh, yeah. I'm cool with yeah. the other game winning. They all sound rad. So, yeah, they all they do sound rad. Boss game. The final fight. The of demon is in the mail. No, the final <laughs> boss is my heart. I really hope the final boss is a heart. I haven't finished it yet, oh, okay. I, but like, yeah, I really hope they like broad like that would be pretty funny. Like broadcasting and be like it's been there the entire time <laughs> here uh i pulled up the itch page while we were talking um just uh, to describe it a little better about what's going on in the narrative mammon city could be a, a rough place to live devils everywhere and the only decent job in town is hunting them down take charge of sophie sword priestess and generally anxious mess and anna fire witch and local localized disaster as they fight flirt and just try to pay the rent Hunt horrifying demons, confront corrupt, confront your corrupt employer, uncover the horrible secrets behind Mammon City, and prove that evil doesn't stand a chance a chance against the power of girlfriends. Yeah. It's real good. Highly recommend it. Uh, we got for our honorees for mobile game, Desta, Loose Nozzles. Anybody familiar with Loose Nozzles? Loose Nozzles is uh, something me and Kelsey played at Remember when PAX or when um, Playcrafting did pre-gamer before PAX East? Mm-hmm. So Loose Nozzles was at one of those. And um, it is a it's kind of like, I guess, Flappy Bird ish, except it's a thruster game where you just hold your thumb on the screen and it like makes a, a thruster on a rocket like. Hover. Um, okay. Jetpack Droid? Kind of. Yeah. Um, the twist is that uh the a father programmed like programmed the game but the his like six-year-old son did all the illustrations for it oh it's really cool oh i love that it's really cool that down uh it's available for free go play it loose nozzles uh fight space which me and justin really dug at pax gloom grave and shovel knight dig Mm, shovel knight dig Shovel Knight Dig also great, but yeah. I better play it on consoles. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I use my backbone, and it's not backbone. It's great. It's great with yeah, the backbone. It's great yeah. with backbone. Yeah, I would never play that with touchscreen because I did it for one. Oh my god, no! I'm like, whoa, this is real bad. That's kind of like, I know we were like close with shovel knight dig, but that was like my argument nah, in my yeah, mind. It's it. like, yeah, it plays great with a controller, but not everybody has a backbone or a razor right. kishi or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Patreon.com slash 61Indie helps keep this pigeon flying. Becoming a 61Indie patron means you'll be keeping the mics hot each and every week for the 61Indie cast, expanding our indie game coverage, and funding massive projects such as the Mini Indie Showcase. Not only will you be supporting a small, independently operated company, but you get some bang for your buck as well. The Coop is a monthly vlog where I'll keep you up to date with everything that's going on with 61 Indie and answer all of your questions, all while playing a super rad game I find on itch.io. Clocked Out is our exclusive IndieCast post-show that tends to go a bit off the rails at times. And last but not least, Indie 100, an exclusive podcast where we are ranking the 100 greatest indie games of all time. So if you dig what we're doing, you want a little bit more content, and you want to support our vision moving forward, consider becoming a patron over on patreon.com slash 61indie. Next up, sports and racing. We got Curse to Golf, Ollie Ollie World, You Suck at Parking, and Buck Up and Drive. Would anybody like to start? Uh, for me, my vote is going for Ali Ollie World. I think it, what it did uh, to move an already fantastic IP and franchise that they have there in Ali Ali and uh, added so many cool things like um, it's like depth of field, but like switching lanes, the like yeah. vertical mm-hmm. verticality on like a 2D plane. Branching paths. Um, branching paths. Thank you. Um, it just. It, it's everything you love about a skateboarding game and it's vibrant. It's colorful style. Oh, it's so gorgeous to look at. And, and the music's awesome. It, you feel like a badass. the wall rides, the, 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 um, Oh my God. Verting verts, right? Verts. Yeah. yeah. Thank Vert. you. Yeah. Uh, just adding those little things, just make it so much more complex and stringing everything together is so fun. I had a great time with this. You know, like the and different missions is really cool. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Even adding like customizing your, your character. The character customization is really good. Awesome. Even as like, for lack of a better term, shallow as it is and silly as it is, like adding the little bit of lore and the characters, is, it's really yeah. fun. It yeah. just adds to it. It's really feel good too. Like yeah. it's very positive, Entire very vibe, bright, yeah. vibrant. Yeah. It's just, it's great. Um, I have to go back to it. I never, I never finished it uh, just because it came out at a bad time. And I think, I think we mentioned earlier that was when uh, C two came out. Yes, it was so very that, close. I, I had to jump off of it to yeah. get that review going. And it, um, it has a really cool thing where it has like a, a procedurally generated like level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you just wanted to do something real quick and new, like go for it. It's yeah. there. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Even outside of the procedural stuff like everything feels very purposeful like everything mm-hmm. feels like um it was built to with challenge built to like string in one combo if like yeah. you're skilled enough yep and like being able to string things in one combo is so satisfying mm-hmm. yeah like you said it's just like it's wild to think that this is ollie ollie three yeah like even it is very pretty as a part of the Steam sale, uh, the winter sale, I was going to double dip on Ali Ali 2 just to have it on Steam Deck. But mm-hmm. 
um at the point like first off like just the reminder of how ali ali used to be mm-hmm. um but like seeing that i was like man i just i really just want to play more worlds holy shit it's yeah just, it's so fucking good i i've actually attempted to try to go back to the older ones and i just tough i prefer worlds yeah yeah, yeah. i think they really perfected the mobility the mechanics the feel mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I think, I mean, this is maybe like a wild statement, but like I think this Do is it. up there with Tony Hawk as one of like the best arcade skaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but it really came into its own finally. Like, yeah, it wasn't trying to imitate life, kind of. Like it, they just chose a style and went with it. Yeah, yeah. It feels like, um, unfortunately, like it got lost in the conversation because it was mm-hmm. an earlier game and like it started it like came just at the precipice of like the fucking flood of video games that came out in mm-hmm. 2022 yeah so it sucks that it seems like it got buried a little bit but yeah it was like a week or two before Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> uh it was february right wasn't Early. Elden Ring end of july uh january no, no. Elden Ring was, the end it was february. Of february it's right after my birthday yeah. okay yep, the 28th so yeah and horizon and shit yeah. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 it got buried pretty quickly yeah um Kyle, curse the golf. Hey, yeah. Uh we loved it at PAX. It's uh a really fun golfing game that reminds me a lot of Sick Man Golf, which I love to play. Um I didn't uh admittedly didn't get super far in the actual like home release on console. Big same. It's a um, big hard game. <laughs> <laughs> it's real hard. It, it's very difficult. And uh, the fact that you pretty much have to start over if you don't get it there in time is a bit of a bummer. Yup. Uh, and I know yeah. Harry feel, <laughs> feels me on yeah. that one. Yeah, I Harry, mean, you reviewed it for us. I did. Like, overall, I'd say it's a good game. It's it, the, the, yeah. the moment-to-moment gameplay is really satisfying trying to find combinations of golf maneuvers and power-ups and abilities is really fun to traverse through. But if you are stuck in a spot, you can just spiral and just totally lose four hours worth of progress. And to me, that that the length of the, the runs becomes so long. Like, I think I had one that was almost six hours and I eventually lost. I'm like, all right, Oof. well, that was cool. I'm just going to walk away for the day. Like... And and not in a ooh I'm all I'm so close let me try a four hour mm-hmm. run again it was like I need to I need to stare at a wall for a minute yeah <laughs> or that like uh, the Narcos um, meme where he's just like standing on the wall at the outside just like sitting, for a time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, sitting on to... a swing just yeah, staring like, in the distance it's, like it's definitely a fun game to play for like moment to moment but if you want to do it from start to finish and be like I want to f and win. Um, you need to be really good and really mm-hmm. lucky with some of the pulls. Because um, I eventually made it to round, I, like I didn't get to 18, like I said when we did our video of it. Like I got to 17 like four times, and I'm like, it's so brutal that it's not fun anymore. And I'm like, mm, sure. okay, I'm yeah. like, um, unless there's a cool trick at the end that I never figured out, and I, I never really went back. I went back for maybe like five more hours just to be like, all right, let me do like one or two more runs before I like walk away and uninstall it, but <laughs> Yeah, like it's it's definitely fun. And, yeah. Um, but I think I like Ali Ali World too. I, I I'm stuck. Like, I, cause I wanna I wanna give one of those two my my vote mm-hmm. um, because the other two though they are um, 
enticing. Like I, I really don't have that much affinity for the the calamity of shenanigans. I, I I will say I played a little bit of You Suck at Driving. Uh, the demo came to PlayStation around Game Awards. Parking. That's where I played it. Thank you. You suck at parking. Thank you. Uh, driving is just what I get yelled at going to work every day. Um, it's a it's a good time. Like it's the fun. fact that you can't go in reverse, uh, and, and you there's like a, a fuel meter. Uh, it makes it super chaotic, and it looks like you can play up to with other people online, which I think would be a lot of fun. And the whole goal is you have to get to the parking spots on the map, and like and precisely, like precisely, you have to, you have to nail it. Yeah, you have to nail it, and it's very quick. Uh, they go by uh, very quickly, and there's multiple parking spots in each level. Um, yeah, and it does um, the Mario Three thing where like it has overworld map, and like it starts out like pretty tamed but like not tamed but then like as you move progress into the game you get like you're going through fire and you're mm-hmm. going through all these fucking like crazy scenarios and they get mm-hmm. they get really creative with the uh the parking uh levels yeah um and i like that it does like the the whole like three star thing like yeah so you'll like sometimes there's like f- let's say three parking spaces and you'll get three cars to do it if you are you'll get like five tries to do it like five cars mm-hmm. If you nail all three spots in three cars, like you'll get three stars and so on and so forth. So mm-hmm. like it does that neon white thing where like you always want to try to one up, like try to perfect that score, yeah. and you really get into that rhythm of like really trying to get into it mm-hmm. and nail it. And you're you're telling me this is the first time I've heard of this game. Buck up and drive. I've been trying up and drive, motherfuckers. <laughs> I've been telling you to play this game all goddamn year. This came out back in January. Mm-hmm. I bought it on the six one indie account. <laughs> And nobody fucking played it. It fucking rules. It's one of the best games yep. of the year. <laughs> I'm sick. sorry. It's it's like literally just car Tony Hawk mixed with uh, Cruising USA. Yeah, it's an it's like Auto Modelista meets Cruising USA meets Tony Hawk. Yeah, yeah. So Buck Up and Drive is a very mm-hmm. dingy, like grungy looking racing game. Well, not even racing game. It's an outrun sort of. Where- Stage five is called the fucking moon. <laughs> <laughs> this game fucking rules oh this is awesome yeah the whole purpose is um you're really racing against the clock and uh you're um you know you're adding time to the clock by uh bashing other cars out of the way or you're bashing cops out of the way you go off ramps and like grind on the guardrails it's so good it's so fun it's just one of the like in recent memory, one of my favorite arcade driving experiences. I fucking hate that nobody played it. <laughs> Game rules. Matt, did you play it? I haven't played it, but it is another long line of games that I saw. Some uh, The developer put the first look on Twitter in yeah. a GIF of a car flipping and grinding. Like, that too is like flip tricks. Fuck rules. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, anyways, my votes for Buck Up Drive is not going to win. <laughs> <laughs> um audience goes uh Ali Ali World 54%, uh 36%, Curse the Golf 9%, you suck at parking, nothing for buck up and drive, you fucking cowards. I'll vote for buck up and drive. Yeah, Matt. <laughs> it deserves I'm going, it. I'm going to Ali Ali World. I will be team Ali Ali World as well. Okay. And then the we got audience tiebreaker. Kelsey got Curse the Golf and yeah, so it's Ali much deserved as Ali Ali World. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yo, play Buck Up Drive, everybody, yeah. please. It's eight bucks. It's so good. And if, if you're on the 6-1 Indie team, it's I bought it with my <laughs> own money on the 6-1 Indie account. 
Oh, uh, boy. Drive, drive, uh, drive. Honorees here for sports and racing. We got Roller Drome, mm-hmm. Fantasia, which I haven't played it, but trippy as fuck. It looks so Roller Drome was an uh, honoree for sports and racing. It's yeah. like Tony Hawk. It's it's fucking yeah. rollerblading. I would think of that more actiony. Yeah. But you should yeah. you should have nominated for action. <laughs> Sounds well, like I a new problem. <laughs> Whoa, this is not the path I'm going. Yeah, Harry and Mike in full force right now. <laughs> Harry and Mike were very explicit with how this works. <laughs> uh we got session which i don't know who put session i don't agree session i don't think it's good i it breaks my heart i don't think it's good uh sports story we know how that went fake racing which i haven't played yet looks fucking sick looks really cool it's like uh another one that's like very uh purposeful with its art style it's like it's rendered in 3d but it's um kind of textured in one bit and it's all just black and green like og game boy huh looks sick um Tanuki Sunset, where you're you're skating down a hill as a raccoon. It's okay. <laughs> it's more more vibe than uh than substance. Uh, and then something that broke my heart that didn't make it to the nominees, but I obviously understand why. Whitewater Wipeout, one of the most delightful experiences of the year. Mm, play dead. Play date. Play play dead. Jesus Christ. <laughs> play date gem. That took over my life for a bit. Puzzle game. We got Dorf Romantic, Escape Academy, Freshly Frosted, Princess Farmer. Who would like to begin? Uh, Fine, I'll go. (laughs) (laughs) I talked about it earlier. Uh, I think Escape Academy is super cool. And uh, the way that it, it hooked me in for a weekend and I could not stop playing until I did every single escape room. Um, each one is unique and, and different and you have to use your whole brain to figure them all out. Um, the only downside is, is once you solve an escape room, you know, the solution mm-hmm. and it's, there's not a whole lot of replayability there, uh, which I guess is the same for all puzzle games really. But um this is pretty much like a one and done kind of thing. Not saying it's bad because the experience is awesome. Um, and I, and I hope the DLC lives up to it. Cause I haven't played the DLC. I know it's out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just want more escape room games like this. And, and I think they nailed the vibe of an escape room. It's great. I also like the premise of it where it's like an Academy of it. Like yep. it's literally like, it's not just the name escape Academy. It's like a school <laughs> yeah. for, yeah like this kind of thing. And I thought that was really cool and how like people can make them and people can perform them and stuff like that. So I thought the premise was really enjoyable too. Yeah. Uh, Which is always a nice touch when you're doing a puzzle game. Cause you you, you can can either go, just give me the F and puzzles and play or, Oh, I like the story behind it with some puzzles. So absolutely. uh, I'm definitely team escape Academy for this as well. Matt, you want to talk about, have you played dwarf? I just bought it. Okay. Uh, but I have been looking at it for a long time. Like, just just look at this game. Like, it's gorgeous. Hexagonal uh, tiles, kind of reminiscent of um, Carcassonne. Catan. Oh, or that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? Was it Carcassonne? 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 <laughs> Fuck's that game called? <laughs> <laughs> You're right, but I think you were thinking Catan. 
No, it's it was on, it's I think it's Katan, but it's, it was Carcassonne? on XBLA at like launch for 360. Uh, Carcassonne is a French fortified city in the in the department of Aude. So <laughs> don't I, I, I don't know. That's that's a deep dig. Carcassonne, I don't, Carcassonne. I, yes, I don't even know about this game. Yes, you do. Anyways, keep talking about dwarf. <laughs> uh, yeah, beautiful hexagonal tiles um, of like grassland, trees, farmland, uh, cities. So you're just, it is a strategy game, but it's very relaxing. You're just building this um, landscape out. Um, and I've been wanting to play this ever since it first got uh, shown and I bought it and I just bought it Steam Deck. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to just wasting hours away in this game. Yeah, I play a little bit of it. Um, Kyle can't see this because he's running the show like a madman. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. The cats are like running amok outside this room. <laughs> I don't know if you hear that bashing. I, I, I heard did. that. Like, I heard that. That's that's all the cats. They're being all cute. Um, anyways, I, I tossed Carcassonne <laughs> in, the, in the podcast chat. <laughs> yeah, that's literally a French town. So so is door. I think. Dorf Romantic city is, all no, Dorf Romantic is a saying. Uh, uh, Dordon is, <laughs> is a, a town. Dordogne. Dordogne. Um, yeah, uh, Dorf Romantic is, um, it's cool. It's just a really relaxing puzzle game where you're just like kind of expanding a little town. It's a really, it's a good vibe. Um, Austin is the one that played Freshly Frosted. It's the Conveyor Belt Donut game. I have not played it. I don't know if anybody I, else has. I played it during like an Xbox Demo Fest. Okay. I think during the pandemic. I think it was 2020. Um, I remember that. Yeah. It's a good time. It, it really is like it's that um, essentially those like uh, I know them from like mobile games where you have to connect like the green to the green and you can't overlap the red. Like everything has oh, to yeah. match the colors, and you can't cross wires uh, or whatnot. I believe it's string theory, but there, you, I, I yeah, don't, yeah, I don't something know like the that. Yeah, gamified version of that. Yeah, it's called. But this is literally just conveyor belts, uh, um, and you have to get the donut underneath the correct frostings into the right ending. Um, and it's super fun. It, it, it's a good time. The only reason. Uh, I didn't pick it up because I was frustrated at the demo because the puzzle broke. Oh, I, no. I couldn't I, I couldn't solve it because there was no answer. <laughs> I was like, what's happening? Is this the whole game? It's but it's cute. It's it's a good time. Mm-hmm. I would like to imagine, and this is a if you it's know, also you- one of the high, highest rated games of the year. I think it's like a 91 is on it? open critic. Yeah. yeah. Wow. No, yeah. It, it was it was top tier, like people were raving about it. Shit. I know Austin really loved it. He reviewed it for us. This little comment is a, if you know, you know, comment. Uh, I would like to think Freshly Frosted and Everything Everywhere all at once are in the same universe. Mm. That was cute. Thank you. I'm glad all of you smirked at that. I thought I was going to be the only one. Uh, Uh, Oh, my God. We can talk about Everything All at Once for hours. Fucking incredible. We'll do that soon, but... Um, Princess Farmer, uh, just to watch that. lightly touch on that. It's a white thorn joint, um, very pleasant, um, different kind of take on a match three puzzle game. Uh, you play as little rabbits and mm. yeah, it, it's match three puzzle, except instead of dropping, um, like dropping blocks down from top to, to, you know, like Tetris style, I guess we'll say it. Um, you are digging up little vegetables and like you are essentially working from the bottom up and you could like dig up vegetables to like move columns up and down 
or you could place the vegetables back into the ground to move columns back down. Mm-hmm. Um, really fun, but like really like it takes a lot of fucking thought and it's like a really intricate puzzle game and a really intricate different spin on that sort of a style of puzzle game. It's cool though. It's very cool. Nice. And it's very cute. Mm. Uh, I yeah. Um audience 81% Escape Academy and 18% freshly frosted. Right. Uh we got Austin that obviously said freshly frosted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh so Harry really- and Kyle are Escape Academy? Mm-hmm. Yes. Where you at, Matt? Dwarf romantic. I mean, even if I say dwarf, the it's Escape right. Academy. Yeah. Okay. Escape Academy. You're deed to an escape room is in the mail. <laughs> Your lock is in the mail. Find the key. Yeah. <laughs> that was cute. Uh, honorees for puzzle game. Please fix the road. Control Alt Ego, which is a Matt ass fucking game. Check that out, Matt. Okay. It's kooky. The Pinball Wizard, which is a Kyle ass game. Kyle, check out the Pinball Wizard. All right. I'll write it down. Uh, how to say goodbye, which I think Harry has demoed. I think. Did you I try don't it? remember. Maybe. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Gum Plus, which is a really sick HIO puzzle game. One of my favorite puzzle games of the year, which was one of my choices, Pick Pack Pup, which is another Playdate joint. Super fun little, uh, another take on kind of like a match three game. Fresh, uh, sorry. And then a different squish, not the squish that one multiplayer. It's a squish that's spelt differently, yeah. also for the, the Playdate. Also, how to say goodbye um, is a game I demoed. I really liked it. The art yeah, it's something that like I just totally missed. I totally like, forgot. I totally forgot. Yeah. yeah, like game is a year. Yeah, and now it's on mobile. So if you want to check that out, oh, I'm, for four dollars, I might impulse buy. No, I'm not gonna impulse. Right, <laughs> you it gotta down. stop. I need to stop. I did not impulse buy anything any tonight. So I'm gonna write it down. And if I have desires in the future, yeah, <laughs> you have desires in the future. Uh, narrative adventure. We got Once Upon a Jester, Immortality, Letters, A Written Adventure, Sucker for Love, First Date. Uh, let's let's get the elephant out of the room. Uh, this is another one. We thought we would have time to play Immortality during break. We nominated it just because of all the praise it was getting. Uh, yeah, none of us played it. <laughs> nope. And it's a sucker. Uh, it's a sucker, and it sucks <laughs> because it looks it's a sucker for love. It looks awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'll it get looks to it like eventually. it looks good. Uh, yeah, it, it's an eventual thing, but like, it's Sam Barlow, right? Yeah, Sam Barlow, fucking masterful I, genius. So like, I, I didn't play his other game either, and it's always been on my list. What, what? telling lies, right? Silent um, Hill, Shattered Memories. No, definitely not that one. That that because that's Sam Barlow. That is Sam Barlow. <laughs> no, I know, but it, no, it's definitely not that one. Play her story? No, I haven't. That that's like so the first which which one other game that... did you play? <laughs> Telling lies is that Telling not Sam Barlow? <laughs> no, it yeah, is. yeah, that that's the one that that I I own because of the Annapurna <laughs> collection. But yeah, um, where where would we like to start? Uh, Harry, did you, I forgot? Did you review letters for us? I did. Uh, overall, yeah, let's let, so let's do a quick premise. So you're pretty much playing as like a little two D character who. Um, walks around letters that a a little girl is writing and receiving from her little pen pal um, in Switzerland. 
So they're kind of exchanging like pleasantries and stuff that's happening with them. And you're eventually given options on how you want to fill in the blanks. So you might have a pet dog or a pet cat or a pet like parrot or something. I don't remember if that's actually accurate, but you're kind of filling in the blanks and it, it does a really beautiful job of it's writing out the words as you're kind of it's scripting it. But then it also portrays various images and drawings of those scenarios in the letters so like let's just say the girl's having a rough day sarah and she's like yeah i'm feeling really cruddy um, and it's been raining all day so my mood's all over the place so she'll have like raindrops on the letter and then that'll start trickling in to the actual words and they kind of get all jumbled up so then it's up to you to figure out okay where do the correct words go in order for the letter to be complete for me to continue on to the next part of the story uh, and it's all, from what I remember, it's been a while, but it's almost all written and portrayed through that type of text. I think there's a few like micro cutscenes, but it's mostly you're figuring out the puzzles of filling in the blanks. And it's telling a story about like girls growing up and kind of living through their experiences. And speaking on the narrative bit um, for, for a second, it's a great portrayal on it's a great commentary on the trauma behind divorce uh, that can have the effect on a, a young child mm-hmm. um, and like kind of like sibling trauma also like just like it kind of portrays like a semi abusive relationship between two siblings because um, like the older sister is just kind of a fuck. Um, yeah. I, and like I, does she get better at the end? I forgot. I don't there's know. like I know sort there's, of a resolution. There's, there's branching paths. There is branching paths. Yeah. yeah um, like which parent you decide to live with, how yeah. you decide to reconcile with friends, with siblings. Um, and then it kind of does like cute little pastels at the end of like 10 years later, stuff like that. Yeah. Without any spoilers, but like, um, yeah, but yeah I, I thought it was it was short. It, I think it was only a few hours. Yeah, a few hours. It, like you left, you left with like a, a satisfied completion of an adventure, oh. and it it did a great job of uh, actually like making the branching par- branching narratives um, purposeful, like and actually meaningful. Like yeah. you could have like significantly different outcomes and different scenarios depending on your choices. And it like I'm sure there, there's not too. like a lot of them, but like yeah, that's it. It continues throughout them, like. The relationship you start forming or the romantic the romantic relationship that you start forming in the as you were saying like who you decide to live with and even like things like i was able i i love when games allow me to be a little emo kid yeah. and like yeah there's like a there's a fantastic like songwriting scene or songwriting chapter in the in the story um that's really damn good it, there's some there's a bunch of good moments in it yeah it's, really um, and it's not overly obtuse either so like the slight puzzle with the storytelling is really meaningful, but not enough to roll your eyes and be like, this isn't fun anymore. Simple, but effective. Yes. Um, I'll quickly talk about sucker for love first date. Cause I think I'm the only person that played it. I'm uh, going to play it soon. But, is that the Cthulhu yeah. one? Yeah. So yeah. you, uh, <laughs> it's a visual novel dating sim where your character, here's a knock on the door. And you get a book delivered and you start reading some funny language and all of a sudden Cthulhu <laughs> pops up in your room. And is this Cthulhu, Kyle, real sexy. 
I like uh, it's on screen it's right cool. now. I know. It's a real busty <laughs> um, So the whole it, it's a very bite-sized game. I actually played it uh start to finish at PAX East. <laughs> um the whole purpose of the game, uh again, like branching narratives, there there are fail states and whatnot. The whole purpose is to make sure your new Cthulhu girlfriend is satisfied. If she's not, she will end the world. <laughs> it is fantastic the writing is brilliant it is overly horny and to a t and very purposeful uh this game knows how absurd it is and this is another great example of how uh horror doesn't always have to be scary this game fucking mm-hmm. rules it's so good and i think like start to finish hour maybe it seems like it might be a it might be a prologue to something coming down the line. There's a, there's a sequel in the works. Yeah. There's a sequel in the works. Yeah. I can't fucking wait for the sequel. Mm-hmm. Solo dev. Uh, I believe one of the devs behind one of the dread X games. That's where this came from. And that's where mm-hmm. dread um, Who published it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where, where they, yeah, they're funding it. Um, but my vote, cause it's, we talked about it a little bit already. It's on my, top 10 for the year once upon a jester Mm. once upon a jester is a real special game uh it is kyle knows how much how charming bonte bond is as just i mean as people in general but like as a studio and their talent and their writing they know like kyle knows how charming they could be um and once upon a jester is the culmination of all their games and all their like micro-sized adventures and all like their quirky little songs and just their character as human beings put together in a uh, really fun, really heartfelt, really charming, hilarious. Uh, let's say I think it was about like a three, four hour adventure. Um, I think Austin described it early on the other day slash before the ad break, which is a quick like summary. Um, you play as a jester and you're in this town with your best friend, Sock, who's literally a man sock <laughs> uh i'm so wrong i know that's it's a spinoff of the cthulhu game um <laughs> and um you are you have this big plot to uh make it to the king's castle to steal this prestigious diamond and just like make out like bandits and like live out the rest of your lives um and the way to do that is that there's this talent competition going on where uh in if you gather uh five bouquets in each of the towns that this show is touring and from the audience uh you'll be granted access to or you'll be prized uh the opportunity of putting on a performance at the king's castle um something that is fan- the the star of this game is the writing and the music um just it's such like a niche uh form of comedy that like is so blunt and sometimes dumb but it works so well uh like for example like in the second chapter or the second city just very brief spoiler like you hear about this character um in the first city and they're like hyping him up so much to be this like like knight in shining armor kind of thing and they introduce him and he's just this this microscopic little little lad and just a real scrawny motherfucker (laughs) and (laughs) there's just like this grand epic music going on has uh 
big fanfare, like epic lyrics saying how brilliant of a man this this character is. Uh, and then he gets stepped on and dies. And that's it. There's there's no <laughs> rhyme or reason after that. It's so fucking good. Yeah, no, it's, and, it's um, fantastic. Something from uh from their previous game, everybody wham wham. Uh they record all the music like in their apartments. They're they're all musicians and they they tend to keep, especially everybody wham wham, they tend to keep the mistakes in the game and this game does that like they they oh i love to hear that great character at times there's laughter in the background as i said earlier i'm only like maybe 15 20 minutes in yeah and one of my favorite things in everybody wham wham is like hearing them try to hold back the laughter as they're singing about ridiculous things (laughs) i'm happy that that's back yeah um this game is such a delight it's so fun and even like just the mechanic of playing uh like the 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 gameplay part of this is um you have to you put on like a stage play you have to figure out in, in each performance what the audience loves and what the audience hates so like they could hate horror but love romance so you are doing you're making choices on stage and like building a narrative mm-hmm. and a performance and that'll determine how many uh, bouquets you'll get and there's like little quick time actions and stuff like that but um it's so good yeah also, Carl Jacobs, uh, a voice in this yeah. game, <laughs> which is very it's weird. Wild. It's wild. It's very so cool. weird. Yeah. Uh, so that's my vote. Once Upon a Jester. What say y'all? Once Upon a Jester. That's my vote. Cool. Okay. Um, audience was 83% with mortality. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and then 16% uh, Once Upon a Jester. We will pay attention to that 16%. Uh, <laughs> and then Kelsey said Sucker for Love. Austin said once upon a jester parentheses immortality probably deserves it (laughs) it's our show baby once upon a jester (laughs) it's our favorite not the best yeah cool so monte avond your sock is in the mail yeah god and there's also there's this whole your man sock is in the mail (laughs) your man sock in the mail (laughs) last thing i'll say there's this whole bit about like a cashmere scarf that like just appeared out of nowhere and like jester is accusing sock of stealing it or like losing it or something and that just goes on the entire game which is oh because that's how the game opens so it, it oh, yeah. keeps going that, that oh, keeps okay. going throughout the, the four hours it's great love it All it right, does good. not get old um honorees we got tux and fanny which everybody should play frog detective episode three mm-hmm. time on frog island perfect tides which i have not played yet i know matt has a little bit mm-hmm. yeah it's a it's a absolutely worth playing yeah Yeah. it's a rough one though in like the best way (laughs) the best way possible it's yeah it's yeah uh another play date joint casual birder the case of the golden idol which i've heard amazing things about but on my wish list yeah i haven't played it uh and then tunic um which is the odd man out but tunic (laughs) was out there (laughs) uh two more platformer grapple dog webbed <laughs> webbed <laughs> tinykin and freedom planet 2 who would like to begin grapple dog yo tinykin yo <laughs> uh no yeah grapple dog it, it feels like a game boy advance game uh kind of like a bionic commando in a sense where you are able yeah. to swing around and uh, grapple um very simple but i don't hold that against it like the levels are pretty quick you got to find some items in there too, but I had a blast playing it. It, it was a easy, like harking back to just more simplistic fun 
quick games like a like a what game boy games used to be like you would play it for a little bit because you're going somewhere or so on and so forth but love it this is something i want to repurchase for steam deck purposes Mm -hmm. because yeah this is a handheld ass game yep it's great um speaking of grappling i'll just i'll shout out webbed webbed is a platformer you play as a little spider you are webbing around like spider-man and you're just trying to save your spider boyfriend from a bird. It is really cute. It's really good. I I was shocked at how how cute I was. Like I didn't know anything about it other than it being a spider and you're called webbed or whatever, but I was like, <laughs> I enjoy this. It's great. It yeah. came out last year on PC, but it came to consoles this year. Not like that matters, but um it's really good. It's really fun. I I'm I got like halfway through it then as always something else came out. But um yeah, it's really good. Uh, the The actual like webbing mechanics are it's really fun, and it's like kind of deep. Like there's like side quests, branching paths, like stuff like that. It's it's a good time. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Tinykin, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. also has webbing. So I thought that was funny. I yeah, thought you were transitioning Tinykin, so I was like, ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a great game. It's it's fun and it's gaging. It's a lot of exploration with the platforming. Um, platforming is lighter than the other games, but the exploration and the bopping around is really yeah, the, the, the fun aspect around. for it. Yeah, it, it using the tiny can is how you get around and solve stuff. Um, yeah, if you're somehow unfamiliar, it's Pikmin. Pikmin. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's great. a good time. I'm. I just have a issue with the collecting stuff. Oh yeah, going 100%. for the platinum. Yeah, it's. Oh, it's so frustrating. Yeah, that, you can that's be missing like five pollen pieces, and you go around the entire level five times, and you can't find it. Like, where the hell is it? Yeah. And it's hidden somewhere. Sure. You walk by four times, but it's a good time. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, I'm always a fan of 2D figures in a 3D world. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that aesthetic so much. Parappa. Uh, yeah, hell yeah, Parappa. Oh, that's um, what you said. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then Freedom Planet 2 uh, played a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt, did you play the original? No, but I know about it. All right. Freedom Planet is, and I know you're going to roll your uh, eyes. Uh, yeah, go just say it. <laughs> it is a, uh, it's a spiritual successor to the original. Like, it's a, it's a spiritual successor to 2D Sonic. Mm-hmm. Um, man, it feels fucking great. <laughs> really? It feels great. Yeah. Oh, you can oh. tell by looking at this trailer. It mm-hmm. fucking rules. <laughs> Like it's it looks like a Genesis game. It's yeah, yeah. And it's unabashedly Genesis, unabashedly Sonic. That's great. Are you collecting rings? What are you collecting? I forgot. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> things you collect. Um, we got seventy-five percent for Tinykin, twenty-five percent for Grapple Dog. My vote is for Grapple Dog. Grapple Dog. Tinykin. It's the one game I played from this list, so Tinykin's my vote. <laughs> Tinykin gets it. Well, do we? Damn. Oh, sorry. Uh, Kelsey says webbed. All Austin right, says well. grapple dog. Yeah, grapple dog. <laughs> so grapple dog takes it. The... Fine with me. I'm fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> grapple dog takes platformer. Your puppy is in the mail with some <laughs> air holes. <laughs> John Wick in this. Uh, that just like kidding, PETA. Don't. Your puppy's in the mail. Yana <laughs> uh, Reese here. We got Wappin. Haiku the Robot, which really good. 
robot metroidvania um i played it uh, a little bit during game award season game award season played it while i was in la um hell pie and that's mm. it finally we got where okay there it is uh rogue light slash like vampire survivors loot river one bit adventure shovel knight dig let's just start with it who is in the camp that doesn't like vampire survivors i think it's perfectly okay same yeah oh i'm the only one here that really likes it no boy okay here's the thing and this is i guess my own issue and like whatever i'm i'm bringing my day job into this a little bit um one of my clients is Soulstone Survivors, and take what I say with a grain of salt. Soulstone Survivors fucking slaps this game in the fucking face, <laughs> <laughs> and like it ruined it for me. So I have no joy in playing Vampire Survivors. I think it's boring and slow. <laughs> I, that's exactly. I was gonna say it's yep. so mm-hmm. slow mm-hmm. until like there's a I know upgrade that you unlock, can double the time. Yeah, you unlock like, hyper mode and stuff, but but I like I don't angry play it. I just like well. I'm watching an episode of TV that I already watched. I guess I can zone out and play this, but I don't feel satisfied while I'm playing it. I don't feel satisfied after I play it. So it's like it's almost like junk food video game where I'm just like, okay. Um, I would throw a deep dig at this game. Robotron uh, is more exciting than Vampire Survivors. Only Matt understands that. <laughs> Vampire like Robotron is like that. Like you have a very basic ass plane. And you're just going around, and enemies show up, and you kill them. That's it. Yeah, that's exactly that, what it is. That's, 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 that's what Vampire Survivor. That's literally. Yeah, right. But yeah. that's that's the whole no, point. Yeah. It's Here's an idle thing, game. Like, yeah, I. Yeah, I don't I play idle games. I play games to play games. No, this. I, I wouldn't say. I, don't, Vampire I wouldn't say this is an idle game. You idle have to game. actively move around. And yeah, yeah, the mobile one is. The mobile one is. You're just like. You have to move around. You have to make choices. Like, listen, I don't think I don't think it's a bad game. Like, I I do enjoy playing it to some extent. It's just like I got spoiled by this other game that like. I think does the vampire Survivors thing better. I, I, yeah. And my main thing, my main complaint is, um, and again, it's not my vampire survivors fault. It's not like, it's just my own taste. I like being able to, um, <laughs> in soul stone, for example, or even 20 minutes till dawn. I like being able to aim with the right stick. And like, it is still auto fire and still auto everything. But like, I like being able to aim certain attacks. Um, and with vampire survivors, I feel like I get, killed very cheaply because i'm trying to like line up like the whip or something yeah mm. i don't like only attacking left or right yeah yeah oh, okay man. so some sorry kyle <laughs> it's whatever I'll, I'll say my piece it's i love just the 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 gem collecting the <laughs> endorphin rush of of collecting things and the amount of things that are on screen at once it, it is a rush that I enjoy. I do not like playing it on mobile. I much mm-hmm. prefer playing it yeah. on console. Um, it is it is idle in the way where, yeah, you just do have to move around. But, like, the attacks or whatever just go on their own, which I do enjoy. And I enjoy the strategy of, of choosing what power-ups to pick and the combination of each and, and doing two certain ones will unlock this super ultra version. Um and different characters or what and have different effects. So like it's a very deep game for what it is. Oh, and for sure. It, it's definitely a, a game that I just love playing just when I have like 15 minutes and it's like a warm up kind of thing. Um, yeah. And I, I it, it took me by surprise. I, I, I really do enjoy it. 
and like to its credit like obviously like this is like the indie game of the year like unabashedly it <laughs> essentially <laughs> it it did essentially create a new genre to some extent obviously there's things like i made a game with zombies in it that like does something similar yeah. but doesn't mm-hmm. have like the roguelike elements and it popularized like the, this yeah and uh, like now like there are so many survivors likes out there yeah um like soulstone survivors 20 missile dawn brotato um rogue roganesia i think it's called um and i like that all these games are doing like slightly different versions of what vampire survivors is doing and dude i'm so excited to see further content updates i'm super excited to see like what a potential vampire survivors 2 looks like if they ever get to that point um they deserve all the praise and all the flowers in the world like i i think it is it is something special it's something it's like it it is this year's among us like it just blew the Mm. fuck up it really took over everything um i will say like it's a very fun game for me to watch like i've recently watched dan reichert's uh or giant bombs um overview video of uh the dlc and it's wild what you can do in that game it's just for for me it just it just didn't click with me personally. Like, so. did you know you can kill the Grim Reaper? Oh yeah, Dan. Dan is very good at that game. <laughs> I I keep freezing them, and I'm like, it I'm takes a lot. It, it takes a lot to kill them. Yeah. But yeah. Um, Shovel Knight Dig, very good. Shovel Knight Dig, very good. Uh, I loved it. I thought it was really fun. I thought it was really engaging. The loop, it was really satisfying. Um. And it kind of spoon feeds you just enough to be like, okay, I think I got it. And then something else happens. You're like, okay, let me reevaluate how I'm going to tackle this. Um, and I love it. The Shovel Knight games, for the most part, don't miss. And this one definitely doesn't miss either. That's the thing. I mean, it's this is just Shovel Knight with rogue elements. Yep. And yeah, it nails it. It's really yep. cool. So, well, rogue elements plus it's, a it's little more bit vertical of, right yeah yeah so it's rogue totally plus steam roll dig <laughs> yeah 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 um yeah it's game is a blast and like we were kind of talking about earlier playing this on the backbone via apple arcade is so good so good so good so yeah if you like shovel knight yeah it's it's shovel knight <laughs> yeah, it's one of the, it's one of them shovel knight games Certified. um what was the other one uh loot river loot river I'm so bummed I didn't play this. Here's the thing. I played it a little bit. Yeah. It disappointed me. Okay. I think the it was like confusing to play. Like, I don't think maybe it's better on PC playing it with a gamepad because I think it came to Game Pass. So playing with the Xbox controller, it felt very convoluted and very confusing. And just like no matter how hard I tried or like whatever like i would just get my shit rocked Mm. just because yeah it feels like they didn't really think out gamepad controls um that being said maybe mouse keyboard is way better but fair super cool concepts super cool yeah visuals like yeah we were very stoked for this game so that's why Mm -hmm. i'm I'm bummed that it wasn't like included in my top 10 of the year (laughs) because i thought it would be um the final one on here is one bit adventure did anybody play one bit adventure I've heard it, but I've not enjoyed it. Uh, I'll just read the Steam description. Uh, One Bit Adventure is a casual turn-based roguelike where your adventure as far as possible to oh, where you adventure as far as possible to level up and battle against rogue monsters. Your primary goal in One Bit Adventure is to survive and loot, 
choose from a variety of classes and build the ultimate class. Uh, so yeah, it, it's um, funny enough. It kind of looks like uh, bowling cross, um, kind of like a vertical vertical stages, and yeah, it's kind of just like a, a looter roguelike. Hmm. Um, you eventually like get to little bosses. It has like the very satisfying like damage numbers popping up. It's it's really cool. And another game that just dropped out of nowhere for free. Well, at least in my mind, out of nowhere, but I'm sure they had a following beforehand. Right. But free to play on Steam. Perfect. Um <laughs> obviously, audience, 63% vampire survivors, 18% loop river. 18% Shovel Knight Dig. Nada for one bit adventure. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you know my vote. It doesn't matter, though. <laughs> well, I'm curious what everyone else votes. But yeah, I'm uh, definitely Shovel Knight Dig. Austin says Vampire Survivors. Matt wrote down Vampire Survivors. Because I don't really have a vote for this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Rogue Light likes I don't jive with. The only one in recent history I love is uh, Loop Hero. Oh, yeah. so good. So good. Uh, my vote is Shovel Knight. So, Matt, are you picking Vampire Survivor? <laughs> well, I mean, even if he didn't, it'd be a tie, yeah. and yeah. then we bring it to the... the so it's Vampire. The, yeah. yeah, it's Vampire. All right, good job, Vampire Survivor. Oh, I would have been so fucking... Oh, that would have been great if Vampire Survivors lost this. It's funny, <laughs> I was I was ready to go into this until Harry said something, like, not even having a discussion about this. Like, oh, yeah, it's Vampire Survivors, obviously. Oh, no. Um, I I kept my opinions close to the vest after I played it on mobile because I'm like, if I post this anywhere on social media, you get berated. Bots, yeah, but yeah, like I, like I for me, and I think we said this before. Like, if you bring it to a, a, a console and it's not the best version, don't be upset with people when they don't like that game. Because like you guys, everyone who said who played it on not P, uh, not mobile, we're like it's better on console. I'm like, all right, well. I wish I didn't play it at all then because <laughs> now I have that indelible thing in my head. But I'm just like, this is a mobile game for me. And sure. I'm, I'm curious if you I'm... try it on Game Pass, if you feel differently about it or even just try it in, in anywhere else. Because, yeah, so maybe I am cheap, but we'll see if I have time in life in life. <laughs> Kudos, Vampire Survivors. Your bat is in the mail. Uh. We got for roguelite uh the honorees Domekeeper, which I know also like took over the the like reviews and stuff. Like everybody fucking adores this game. I know nothing about it. Um Nevermore, the Chamber Door, Ship of Fools, and that's it. Wow, y'all, we did it. Those are the categories done. We'll do a full roundup. We got visual aesthetic going to Nobody Saves the World, debut to Tunic. Emotional impact to Endling Extinction is Forever. Gameplay to Koromon. Social commentary to Endling Extinction is Forever. Mm -hmm. Music to the Wu-Tang Clan and TMNT. <laughs> Original concept to One Hand Clapping. Surprise to Trombone Champ. Early access to Slime Rancher 2. Action to Neon White. RPG to Koromon. Multiplayer to Squish. Horror to Faith, the Unholy Trinity. Mobile to boss game sports and racing to Ali Ali world puzzle to escape Academy narrative adventure to once upon a jester platformer to grapple dog and rogue light slash like to vampire survivors 
some good games on that list, boys. Lots of good games. Some good very games. much stuff. So. Uh, real quick, just because we are running long, I did not expect that. Uh, with the audience choices, we had some folks uh, include some of their favorite games of, or some of their favorite indies of the year. Microclamorous says Norco, which another game that was praised mm. by I Slept On. Citizen mm-hmm. Sleeper, and then something I'm really interested in. I know he adores this game. It might be his game of the year. He fucked the girl out of me, which I, oh must yeah, be yeah. <laughs> Do you know? Sorry, that? what? I I briefly saw this when I was adding all these games to my wish list uh, last week. Uh, yeah, I want to play that game. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm playing that. So, so free on mobile. Uh, sorry, free on itch.io. It's it's a browser game. Um, no description or anything. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> uh here it's a, a game about it's, it's okay okay it's a game about so the description if you just google it a game about sex work and trauma i'm super into that uh interactive story part retro style game part graphic novel describes how events unfold about those those uh okay those things seems cool uh hey it's carlos your doctor recommended dose of dose Whoa, I read that weird. Hey, it's Carlos. Your, rec- your doctor recommended dose of nerdiness, a.k.a. Nerdaday. Hey, uh, Carlos uh, says his favorite of the year, hands, his favorite of the year, hands down, has to be TMNT, Shredder's Revenge. Everything you know about it was beautifully spoken by Kyle and Mike on the Endicast. Hey. Hey. Uh, Alex says Grapple Dog is the best Sonic game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the case of the golden idol is a masterpiece mystery game that more people need to know about rogue legacy 2 is a is great as expected freshly frosted is the best game when imbuing recreational substances uh, <laughs> we got some wild fans over here <laughs> yeah right well what do you expect with the way we fucking produce shows <laughs> becca little to the left john s says shredder's revenge brought me back to the days of hanging at the local pool putting so many quarters into the tmnt arcade cabinet uh jill grot uh who runs a fantastic indie site by the way um case of the golden idol little gator game melatonin lost in play paradise marsh frog detective 3 and beacon pines which another one that has been on my list forever uh Somebody didn't listen to the question and didn't write their name, but they said nobody saves the world and tiny Ken. Um, the good sir, Cole. I didn't get to play as much as I wanted this year, just like everyone else, but a few standouts that personally touched were that I personally touched were a musical stories, parentheses should have been nominated for best music. You're goddamn right, Cole. Four Tales, Lost in Play, Mothman 1966, parentheses, thanks to Juno's review. Nobody saves the world, Stray. And Tiny Ken, somebody else said Shovel Knight Dig. Uh, wait, very confused. Oh, wait, maybe that wasn't Cole. Nice. So that the person like I thought Cole, the person right? I thought was Cole didn't write a name, and I just assumed it was Cole because of the best music nominee. But Cole actually writes in. Is it possible Cole wrote in twice? Possibly. Who knows? <laughs> uh salutations pd pal cole aka the good sir here and what a year for indies it was so many great indies dropped in 2022 fomo really kicked in for me as i didn't get to play half as i wanted that said personal standouts were yes it was cole's just cole yeah, twice yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Musical, story, yeah. musical story stray once upon a jester a walk with yaya return to monkey island mothman 1966 on a personal note i just like to thank you 
for all the hours of entertainment you provided this community throughout 2022. Can't wait to see what 2023 has in store for 6-1 Indie. And on that note, let's get the fuck out of here into a very quick post show. <laughs> Thank you all for listening to this over four hour podcast. I've been Mike. That's been Matt. That's been Kyle. That's been Harry. Follow along with us, 61indie.com at 61indie on socials. Next week is your big 2023 preview. And then the week after that, we get into our fantasy critic league for 2023. Uh, like, subscribe, share with your friends, all that good stuff. Goodbye. I love you. Love you. Play more indies. Play more indies. <laughs>